What's up, everyone? It's Saturday morning, and that means it's Season Gaming BitCast time, and we've got one hell of a show ready for you today, man. I'm excited. So, as always, Ainsley Bowden going his whiskers this week. Got to represent for my Dark Souls family. Uh, mm -hmm. I've got my partner in crime who apparently is showing up today as a pair of nuts, and we're just going to go with it. Um, Always. There he is. Let's see the shirt. Oh, hold on. Wait a minute. I'm over here trying to, like, download stuff. <laughs> coming in is craig love it love it we are going to talk about tim sweeney's huge nuts by the way so we'll get there fantastic <laughs> luke is back with us again always good to have the ghost here with us host of the xbox expansion pass and our community is obviously very familiar with luke so how are you doing sir i'm i'm great man it is it is nice to have some concrete news to talk about with xbox but uh <laughs> <laughs> you know, the topic is debatable, I suppose, but uh, it's great to be here, man. I love the BitCast, so it's always always good to be back. Thank you. Yes, yes, and you got that Sea of Thieves quest turned in just in time. Just in time. <laughs> well, tell that story if you need it. <laughs> <laughs> and joining us for the first time, our very own Epic Beard Man in yes. HR Bomber from Gaming Beyond the Box. We've been trying to get you on for a while. <laughs> We've been talking for a long time about this, so it's awesome oh, yeah. to finally have you here, man. Absolutely, man. I'm excited. And I you appreciate got the, it. Got the scale bound shirt. Sorry to interrupt oh, yeah. you. Oh no, yeah. Oh yeah. Had had to represent, you know, since why not? You know, since we, <laughs> the line the lineup for this year is a little a little scarce, you know, so we might as well bring out something that gives some hope to the people, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if scale bounds give yeah, hope. No, yeah, not too much. <laughs> Platinum Games wants it back, though. Well, we, we said it before the, the show started, but just email Phil. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, man. Why not you didn't know? Phil just has it. an open yeah. communication with millions of people. Right? We'll just right. talk to him. Yeah. Hilarious. All right. What's up, chat? Good to see all regulars here. And, uh, yeah, let's get into this. So great to have Luke back. As we always do for first-time uh, guests, which you are, Bomber. Um, we're going to go just real quickly through your gaming history and talk a yeah. little bit about what you got in. Nope, that's backwards. What got you into gaming um, and when you first got started? So yeah, let's man. hear it, man. Uh, let's see. I mean, I'm not not too old, not too young, but basically my first gaming console was the NES. Uh, it's the first one my parents and everybody bought, uh, so that's what I grew up with. But, of course, my uncle was big on computers, worked on them. He used to work on supercomputers back in the day. So he got me into pc gaming when what is it uh asteroid and tank wars was a thing um nice off the floppy disk you know <laughs> back in those days so yeah uh loved loved it then uh, of course then from the nes i mean you name it everything from zelda mario of course then my sega genesis days that was that was legit yeah. that was that was yeah, nothing else compared until the N64 came out, and then it was kind of like between those two for me Okay. Uh, for the longest. And then, of course, pretty much every other console that's came out. The only one I never got was the Sega Dreamcast, because at that time, Whoa. my parents wouldn't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it, I was in seventh grade when it came out, so yeah, my parents were not paying for that. <laughs> Okay. But, yeah, you're definitely yeah. Uh, making Dan and I uh, feel our age. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, uh, it happens. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> so that's awesome, man. So um, real quick before uh, one other thing here is uh, Lucky Paul. Appreciate the dollar super chat. You actually hit us with a super chat with no comment before we even went live. So that's that's awesome. Thank you for that. Um, 
if I can get that to go away, that would be good. All right, guys. Um, so, Bomber, what would you say is your favorite gaming franchise of all time? Franchise? Uh, it's or it's, or it's, single it's game. Split. It's no, it's definitely a franchise. <laughs> it's yeah. gonna be between two, and it's okay. it's between Diablo and Assassin's Creed. Uh, okay. I've owned all of them, <laughs> every last Assassin's Creed, every last uh, Diablo, which is only three. I know, but still, <laughs> uh, they take a while to come out. Those, yeah, they do. And, and they're on they're each four. of them hit like forty eight different consoles at a time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ain't yeah. that the truth? Yeah. So I mean, Assassin's Creed's kind of just been my. Regardless of when it comes out, I'm buying it. It's just I don't know why. I know it's not like game breaking, like or what is it? Or not game breaking, but like. <laughs> uh, just, well, it's, it, it's it, that comfort it's, food, man. That's what yeah, it, is. it is. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah it's exactly what it is. It's just I'm the same way. Thank you. Like, uh, it's the the meat and potatoes. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like, it, it's just, it is you know what, what you're going to get. Like Dan yeah. said, it's comfort food and it's a good experience and, and, and the hell, I mean, they're, they're still getting better. So it's not like, yeah. you know, it's not like the franchise is getting any worse. Absolutely. Well, that's the thing. They, what did they, what was it? Yves Gamal said, you know, as long as people are still buying them, we're going to still make them. Mm -hmm. And when that tapered, they adjusted their strategy with Odyssey and origins and they're still delivering quality games. I yeah. mean, I don't think anybody should. If, dude, that's an awesome franchise there. Ups and downs. Oh, like, they're giving you quality games, and it's comfort food, as you said. That's awesome. Yeah. And Valhalla, I mean, oh, I'm not the biggest cool. Assassin's Creed fan. Um, I've loved the last two because I like the RPG style a little more. Um, yeah, Valhalla, man, I'm all over. It looks oh, absolutely dude. incredible. Dude. Being a Viking and being able to chop people's heads off and limbs off—that's it. That's, I was gonna say you're growing your beard just for that <laughs> game, aren't you? <laughs> 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 well, what about the Vikings? To appeals to you? You know, <laughs> I guess the whole like killing and slaughtering, you know, killing, all. slaughtering families. <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> no, actually, building up my you know, my clan—that's that's the thing. <laughs> that that actually, actually, that's that's cool. actually going to be pretty cool, though. I think yeah. that's going to be cool. The sieging. I don't know, it's Assassin's Creed again. But I, it, the downside to Assassin's Creed is that they just put an Assassin's Creed as the, to sell the games because you're really not an assassin anymore and you're not in the Assassin's Creed. So it's kind of weird. Like, it's just, it's not like it used to be. But then again, it's, it, they tied, I don't know how they're going to tie it in with this one, but it's fine. I mean, whatever. I'm still going to play that guy. Well, they got the hidden blade back, right? They made a oh, point. God, they yes. made a point of having that back. So it'd be cool if they have like an assassin skill tree that you can build into or something like that. You know? Yeah. It'd be awesome. So that's cool, though. I don't think, you know, we asked a lot of people those questions. I don't think we've had either Diablo or Assassin's Creed as, mm -hmm. uh, as top. So that's awesome. All right. And then uh, what's your favorite platform of all time? Uh, single <laughs> console or PC? <sighs> If you okay, have, one. I, I'm gonna throw. I mean, PC is definitely just it, it was my overall. I mean, it was the most thing I ever put money into, especially with WoW paying for it for ten years. <laughs> I mean, I know that's a game, but I mean, I, I made sure I built my PC at that time for it ten years ago, <laughs> and so like, and I still use it. That's sad, uh, but <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, PC kind of there, but really. The Xbox ecosystem has been my thing. I mean, a lot of my friends always yeah. on there. I mean, I love PlayStation 2, so I mean, I can't say I don't like either one. It's just I do play Xbox more, but overall, PC has been my favorite. I just wish I could afford to upgrade all the time. Gotcha. Eventually. Oh, it's pricey. Yeah, it's pricey. So you're saying your, your PC slowly turned into a potato. Oh, dude. I mean, <laughs> I'm rocking the i7-920. 
I mean, come on. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Nobody wants that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, okay, great. Um, we got Alden in the chat with the super chat, wherever he is, if I can find it. There we go. Alden, good to see you, man. Not the first time I've thrown a couple ones at Dan. Yeah. I, I think Dan felt those two singles hit him right in the uh, ball. Yeah. Right in the, yeah. nuts. It will not be the last <laughs> time either. <laughs> I knew all that. That's awesome. All right, guys, let's get into the biggest story of the week. And, uh, you know, I know that uh, if nothing else, Luke and I are incredibly passionate about this one. So Halo Infinite has been delayed. And uh, obviously goes without saying, I think, that uh, this was kind of cornerstone to Microsoft and Xbox's plan for the fall. Um, I mean, they announced it last E3, right? Over a year ago, they announced that the system would launch with Halo. Obviously, COVID's thrown a wrench into a lot of game development plans in general. Um, but this is uh, this is a really big hit for them because it was no doubt the biggest game of the fall. Um, it was exclusive. It's going to be a huge audience on PC and Xbox. We've talked about all this, right? It was going to have a massive, massive impact. Um, so for now, the system to launch without it, and for us not even to have a new date, uh, if you notice, they only said 2021. They didn't give a new date. Um, it could be a long time until, you know, we actually see this game, which is, you know, it's fine, right? Make the game. I'm, we're very much proponents of make the best game possible. So if they need more time, take your time. But what I want to talk about is a couple things, right? So what does this mean for the Series X at launch? Um, how big of an impact do you guys think this has? on actual console sales, which I know Xbox shies away from a little more now, but matter of fact, right? There were people going to buy a Series X to play the new Halo on, without a doubt. Uh, hell, I had old friends text me, I haven't talked to in years, that were asking when the new Xbox comes out so they can get Halo. Um, and then knowing that, um, you know, what do you think they do to try and overcome that now big gap that they have? So. Anyone can go first. Who wants to jump on? This is more your speed, Luke, so go right ahead. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So there is no doubt whatsoever that this is a huge blow to the Xbox Series X and the Xbox brand. Uh, it is in many. It, it is not the doomsday scenario per se uh, because there are a lot of factors that are going into how the Series X is going to be launched. You can look at... Uh, pricing structures, uh, the, the pillars on which they're building Xbox as a platform. You have Game Pass, you have hardware, you have xCloud. Those three things are meant to drive the brand forward. Uh, and hardware is, going forward, going to be the least important of those pillars. But for now, it is hugely important. And whenever you have a new box, you want a new shiny to go along with that. They are now lacking that from their first party. The Xbox Game Studios has, has put out five products or will have put out five products in the last month and a half or so between Grounded, Flight Simulator, uh, what is the uh, next Battle one? Battletoads, Tell Tom, Me Why. Tom, and then Wasteland yep. 3. Yes. And not, as amazing as that is to say, none of those are the name that will bring the casual fan in that yep. that the, the casuals are. The people that listen to shows like this, they are likely, uh, they've already decided which product they're getting or and they're likely to buy both in many cases. But those aren't the ones that you market to. 110 million PlayStation 4s sold versus 50 million Xbox Ones, that's a big difference. And that difference is largely the casual market. Uh, lacking Halo Infinite at launch will be a big hit to 
the marketability of the Xbox Series X, and they're going to have to default back to Game Pass and upscaled versions of games that are already out there, and they'll have to ride that wave. I think it's the right decision. I, if you watch my reactions with Mr. Bad Bit like on his YouTube <laughs> channel, I am all in on Halo Infinite. That game looks pure fun, but mm-hmm. but you you don't bring people in on that alone. It needs to look and play the part of a next-gen game if you're going to do that. Uh, my hope is that they ditch the the backward compatibility to the, to the launch Xbox One, that VCR. I think that holds back a lot of what they wanted to do. Uh, how do you market a next-gen system on something that plays on 2012 tech? Because the system launched in 2013, so that's, that's hardware that was built. And there's a lot of inherent difficulties with that. Uh, it is a good thing. It absolutely hurts. It hurts in a lot of ways, uh, but I don't think it's the end the end game per se for Microsoft because of the infrastructure they've set up. But they're definitely going to suffer units sold after that first shipment uh, of, of hardcore that we're going to buy it anyway. All very fair points. All very fair points. Armor, let me go to you after this uh, super chat we just got from one of our. Our uh, very close friends of the show, Fastback. Always look forward to BitCast every Saturday for the best nicknames. Dan's usually got that on lockdown. And to hear Dan's spiciness, good to see Bomber and Insepid Ghost. Thank you very much. And, uh, of course, we'll shout out to Next Level Gaming Show every Thursday night with uh, our friends Mike, Chris, and HTK. So thank you for that, Chris. Appreciate it. Bomber, where are you at on this, man? I know uh, Luke, Luke made... You know, oh, yeah, no, very, he, very valid points. You kind of covered all aspects. Great, there. No kidding. I mean, I, I don't know how to follow that. Uh, <laughs> probably everybody's gonna like uh, start shaming me or whatever. But uh, Halo was never any reason for me to ever buy an Xbox. Uh, Damn it! Yeah, it, it never was. Dan, did uh, you invite like, him? <laughs> 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 hey, I, I, I get shit on uh, my podcast too because I say it every time. But like. Halo, it's a good game. I'm not going to downplay that it's not good. It's just first-person shooters, just typically, and, and this is Far Cry, this is a lot of the first-person games I don't typically, I guess, get drawn into as much. Okay. Uh, and I just never, I, I like the multiplayer, but I just suck at it. That's why I don't like it. So there, there's, there, that's the main thing is I suck at it. That's why I don't like it. <laughs> um, but this does hurt. I mean, absolutely. And I feel for all the diehard people that are, you know, really, I honestly hurt that this game is not coming out, but it needs, it apparently it needs some TLC. Uh, and then they started talking about how they were going to release it in steps. Like they were going to release multiplayer, then the campaign, yeah. then whatever else they were going to, that was that to me, that was just going to be terrible. I think yeah, I'm glad that, that's my that. that's my personal opinion. I mean, a lot of people are like, "Oh, just bring out the multiplayer" because that's what everybody wants to play. I'm like, "Yeah, but there's a lot." The main hardcore wants to play that campaign first, um, which I want to just because it's co-op and why not? Uh, and well, there's a lot of story elements they've they're piecing together here too after five and some of the other things that have happened. So I'm you know yeah. I'm a huge fan of the whole package, of course. So uh, oh, which. Yeah someone's going to cut that out that's a horrible <laughs> statement to make but uh <laughs> but yeah I, I agree with you i think uh them trying to release it in separate segments like that would have been a mistake absolutely by the way matt has called you out in chat and said you're uh, he's booing you for not liking fps games it's i don't it's not that i don't <laughs> like fps games i mean because call of duty is still one of my favorite fps's but that's just because i love the multiplayer uh but 
I don't know. Like, Halo just has that. Just I, I never cared for the whole shield thing. I was just like, this is just trash. But yet, whoa, a, shot, whoa, a, shot, a, shot, a shotgun can kill you in one shot, but a, you know, a, I don't know. I, <laughs> I just suck at it. I mean, it's just well, plain and simple. I suck at Halo multiplayer, so it's fine. I mean, well, there's I'll a big difference that. in your Call of Duty time to kill. Your TTK there is so fast compared to a Halo. That's right. a, It makes yeah. sense. But you're the exact person that Microsoft needs to, to flip and sell with Halo Infinite if sure. they're to regain their traction. So you are a wonderful case study for why they needed to delay it. Because if it wasn't going to bring in players like yourself, for one reason or another, then they were going to miss the boat. That's why the free-to-play aspect existed. They needed more people into their ecosystem. That's why they were adjusting so many things. That's why the art style is what it is. That is a more accepting art style to, to the younger kids. They tried hyper-realistic Halo. It didn't land. Uh, it repeatedly twice did not land. You're the exact guy that they needed to buy in on this. And if it wasn't going to, it's a good thing they delayed it. Yeah, and and I'll say this: like I, when I saw the trailer from you know day one when they showed it on their showcase, honestly, I liked the look of it until the pop in happened, and then I was like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was, it looked good. I mean, it reminded me of the first one, and that's actually a good thing because I love yeah. the first one. I will say that love the yeah. first one. The design of the game so, is very clean. Yes. Yeah. So say what you wish, anybody that's out there that you know keeps on saying it just looks like garbage no it looked good it just there's some things that definitely needs but yeah. yeah i mean there's people out there wearing shirts of craig it's just ridiculous. Yeah. dude you know hey I mean? and i'm so happy microsoft is like <laughs> taking taking it on yeah you, you got to you got to just run with it right mm -hmm. so and dan is running with it full speed ahead yeah let's go yeah what do you got? so here we go first off you crying in your cereal about halo being delayed I don't give a crap about whether or not it gets delayed. First of all, nobody else really should either. I mean, I guess you could be upset. You, know, you should be. I mean, to a certain extent, you know, because that's that's a huge game for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm. I don't care as much as it's FPS as you know. I, I'm. I'm with Bomber here. I don't. I don't play a lot of multiplayer games at all, at all. So, so the multiplayer, you know, which is 100% free, by the way, you know, and probably still going to be. You know, I mean, it, it's it's not my cup of tea so but as far as like a launch it's super weird to me not to go in and you know get these new and, and this is for both systems this new hardware and not have really that much new software like that you know, big that, like luke said yeah. that shiny big game you want to play right. on the new system well, right I don't want to hear about, oh, but your whole library, I don't give a crap. I can play my library now. That's not what I want from next gen. I want next gen. I don't want, you know, to play Far Cry 5 again for the second time, which I'm doing right now, or, you know, something else. <laughs> I can do that now. I don't, I want to, I've always said, give me a reason to upgrade. Halo probably wasn't going to be that reason regardless, but I would have played it. You know, and I was excited yeah. for the single player campaign. And I was excited to kind of get into it. Um, but it's, it's, it's a huge, it's a huge blow, you know, but at the same time, I look across the pond and I'm, you know, there, there's not much coming from Sony either. So, no. you know, no. and, and we've got cyberpunk and oh, Valhalla coming out and all these other games, you know, and so it, it's not great for 
gamers. Maybe in the end game it is, you know, maybe at the, you know when it finally releases in a better state, maybe that's going to be better. But really, I, I, you know, I need something to, you know, for Microsoft, you know, like, like Luke said, they're not pushing the hardware, you know, I just got, you know, I probably played more um, X cloud this week than I have, you know, since it's come out. Um, okay. With the new beta app that they came out, right. run it well? Well, yeah, I got that Kishi, the Razer Kishi. Kishi and yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Right. Okay. I, I, Dan, I pre-ordered that Yeah. from Amazon. It's a pre-order at Amazon. Is that because they're sold out? And I'm asking out of ignorance. Is that because they're sold out or is it a specific I Xbox version? Kishi like, has been you know? sold out for a while. They finally got it back in from what I've yeah. heard from a lot of people. And so every time they put it on Amazon, they just put it as pre-order instead of just, <laughs> I guess. That's uh, probably the case. It's like twenty dollars more if you get it off of Razor's site. Yeah, which is what yeah. I did. I was just like, I'm not really. Gonna... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> see, that's the anti-consumerism right there. <laughs> <laughs> you want it? Pay more. I think yeah, that, that, yeah, that's fine. But I played quite a bit of it, so I mean, I, I can see you know, and the tech is getting there. It's not there yet, you know, and that's a combination of things. It's not you know, 100% on, you know, Microsoft at all, you know, it also, you know, you got your limits with your, with your internets and your, and your, you know, your internets, your internet, all your internets, yeah. <laughs> all, <laughs> all your internets, you know, and uh, guy, I want old man there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Interwebs. Yeah, you and your internets. <laughs> Damn kids. No, it, it's, it, it's really cool. I mean, it, 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 for the most part, it works and, and, you know, it, but you still want to sell that hardware, obviously. Yeah. You know, we still don't know a price. We can't even pre-order right now. So who the hell knows what's going to happen? But I mean, huge blow. I think more for the community, the Halo community, than it is for Microsoft. I think in the end. Okay. So, but Can I mean, I people. Comment you know, on that? Yeah, go ahead. You don't have the to community. ask around here, man. Just speak. I, I, <laughs> the community oh. aspect. That's the one that hurt the most. I know Ains and I were talking prior to the announcement of the cancellation, just about goofy stuff about being excited. I mean, I, I read all the books for Halo, and I have I have ordered the Mythos thing, and I have just behind me the, and it's because of Ains, the Mega Blocks sword, <laughs> which I got like, for free, by the way. Oh, I don't even. Hear that. That's right. <laughs> but <laughs> that was the part that hurt the most. <laughs> Was, was the community aspect because I was just looking forward to playing Halo and being in that universe again. Yeah. The The game looked fun. The next-gen argument is totally valid. It's right that they delayed it. Nobody should be suffering through in this year or any other trying to make something work. Now they've got time to polish. They can fix ray tracing, whatever it is they need to do to make their game. But that was the part that hurt emotionally. And anybody that was hyped for Cyberpunk felt this. Last of Us felt this. God of War did this 48 times, if you watch that documentary. And the hope is that they have a Last of Us or God of War on their hands next holiday with right. this. Uh, Not because that community, exactly, and that community deserves to have the same types of celebrations. Hopefully, they land it. But it did suck. It does suck. I'm I'm sad uh, about it. You know, at the same well, time, go for it. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. I, I, it's just a quick observation because I've, I've seen it. I didn't know about it, but it's the 20th anniversary is next year. It is November so 15th. maybe see. So maybe they pushing it then. Then you get your custom green. Halo system, maybe. 
They'll get another yeah, 500 coming. Yep. So I, I saw <laughs> a lot of people commenting on that too. And I was like, I just, if they do it, they do it. You know, what have you. I just, I personally don't see them waiting a whole year to release Halo. Not, not if they can have it ready in four months or whatever, you know, whatever time they need. If, if it, if it results in a much bigger, better product, they'll do it. But you don't want to go a whole year if you don't have to without your Keystone franchise. I think what they do, this is just opinion. I'm hoping they release in spring, say April, right? Um, With all the bugs worked out and features, et cetera. And then they do a huge event for the 20th anniversary in November, especially knowing that the multiplayer suite is going to be free. Uh, and of course, they're launching on PC and Xbox simultaneously this time. So it could be a massive, massive event next November, which I'm sure they're going to do. Follow up question then, Ains. Yeah. Uh, if it's possible what you're saying is correct, <clears throat> I just don't see it as likely for them to bump four months to address whatever concerns they found because. Either it was Aaron Greenberg's fault, Microsoft PR's fault, or 343's communication to their fault. Somehow, some way, they got out to the Xbox gaming and, and public community that this game is going to be ready. We're going to talk about Halo. It's going to be ready for this holiday. We're ready, 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 ready. And then a week after that messaging, it's not. Yes. Yeah. Did they find a big problem? What, what was it they felt they needed to refine? I don't know that that gets fixed in that amount of time if they're trying to address all the community concerns from the demo pop in mm-hmm. or otherwise i i don't know that april is the right do you i think you wait longer i think you wait longer for it to look that good unless you're racing against a big sony slate which from all intents and purposes we don't think they have they until don't have 2022 no. even yeah so if, that's true that, that's that's the the other aspect of that no, I think that's perfectly valid. In fact, I think the most confusing thing, and by the way, the uh, I don't know if you guys saw, but the Monster Energy promotion starts oh, September dude, 1st yeah. Yeah. to start banking uh, XP <laughs> for Halo Infinite. Like, it's literally going forward. You can still buy stuff in the stores right now with Halo Infinite on it. Um, but yeah, I think the most confusing aspect of this is exactly what you said. How do you go only have a week gap between when you're talking about Halo, communicating about Halo's launch, talking about what it's going to be, feature set, all this, and then just a week later say it's delayed? That doesn't make any sense to me. There's a gap in communication internally there, which uh, there shouldn't be. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm with you. I I fully, you know, if you think November launch to April would be six months, and six months is decent dev time, but for a game of that scope, given the circumstances, obviously, you know, a year is a lot better. Um, So we'll see. I don't know. I'm fine either way. Like you said, I don't think outside of Halo, we don't have a triple A kind of big budget exclusive on either platform, at least until Halo launches, because Horizon Zero Dawn or Horizon Forbidden West is the only one that that's going to be the first one for Sony of their big blockbuster studios. And that's only targeting 2021, which 100 percent means 2022. Um, so the chances of that releasing next fall are slim in my opinion, unless they push it, especially with COVID. Um, so you're right. I I think it could be next November. And I think Xbox may still be in a good position from an exclusive standpoint, even if they push it a year. Yeah. Man. $5. It's an important game for that, for that. It's an important game for Xbox. Oh, yeah. I mean, plenty of, of Dan's out there, and I respect wholeheartedly if it's not for you guys. It's kind of like saying it's their God of War-esque thing. Like, oh, yeah. I wasn't into God of War, but it, it, they needed it. 
for yeah. that platform. And, and that's the big, the big thing. Well, God of War is like, and I talked about this on a different episode, Luke, but God of War, to your point, it, it creates that community and kind of love for the brand, right? Halo's opportunity, they not only have the opportunity to do that, but because it's Xbox and PC and the multiplayer suite is free to play, the opportunity for this from a market perspective is absolutely sky high. Um, Warzone is a perfect example, right? Yep, There's over yep. 60 million people playing Warzone. 60 million people playing Warzone. Activision came out and announced that just Call of Duty for the first quarter, was it, Dan? Or last yeah. six months? It was, it was either quarter or six months. I'm pretty sure it was quarter. Yeah. I think sure. it was quarter as well. Eight. Yeah. 1.2 yeah. billion. Yeah. Yeah. In a quarter. Yeah. Um, and the majority of that, as you know, Modern Warfare sold extremely well. Um, but the majority of that is coming from Warzone. And because it's so widespread and there's so many people playing it. So imagine to your point, Luke, if, you know, they do take the time, it delivers like we hope it delivers, of course. And you have not only the community aspect and the Halo diehards like us. But you pull in people like Bomber and Dan and, and that massive PC slash Xbox wider community. I mean, you're talking about not only a, a true um, kind of a lift for the Xbox brand, but financially it's going to it's going to make billions of dollars. And their whole strategy has been built around that. They've set up smart <laughs> delivery. They open their platform to the PC space. Steam's doing gangbuster numbers on multiple Xbox Game Studios titles. Uh, they're publishing very well in other places. It is pivotal. It, it's, it's just absolutely huge that they continue to access that Steam community uh, for Halo, Forge, PC communities will build in that, that arena. And free-to-play is the name of the game for getting people in and making money. And it ma it makes sense given their subscription service as well. It's it's It can't be understated Halo's importance this time. Whereas Halo 5, no, it, you could, it, not nearly as important. Uh, that's true. And that's true. It's, it's interesting to watch for lack of, it for is. anything else. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's, it's interesting and almost nerve wracking, right? Because I know you and I are both such huge Halo fans. It's like, God, you got to hit this. It's like watching your favorite sports team or athlete or whatever. And you, they're in the championship game and you know they have to deliver and you're just sitting there nervous as hell that hoping they deliver. Meanwhile, the manager. Uh, Aaron and all them are talking about this game nonstop, about how we're going to oh, wreck dude. and do this. It's like, oh, dude, just stop. Just stop. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we've got uh, Mr. Pompa is back with his $5 foot-long donation. Hey guys, with Halo being free to play and now with the delay, this is going to Xbox more time to push the whole making live free. You guys are awesome. So he's referring to, I believe anyway, like Xbox Live in general, because the rumor, of course, is that, you know, with the push to Game Pass Ultimate with xCloud making standard multiplayer free to play on Xbox rather than requiring Xbox Live Gold. What do you guys think? You think they're still going to push on that? It, for me, it, it's it's one of those hard things because, you know, the whole, you know, get you, got you into Game Pass is that it's 15 bucks. You get Game Pass, like say the Ultimate, you get Game Pass on PC, Game Pass on your Xbox, and you get Xbox Live. So, that, so okay, you're, you're getting value there. Well, when you take a part of value out that used to cost, now it doesn't cost, does that mean Ultimate goes down? Or does it keep the same price because they added xCloud? So, like, it's kind of like that weird, like, thing. I personally believe, yes, Xbox Live, go away. 
PS Plus, go away. But the problem is, is Microsoft makes a killing off of just Xbox Live customers. And PlayStation, of course, just showed they make quite a bit of money as well. Yeah, yeah they both uh, off, off of their 50 million subscribers. So, I mean, it's it, it's it's huge. So, it's I feel like they can or they will. It's just it's not anytime soon. I know everybody saw the 12-month thing, you know, the subscription you can't buy anymore unless you go buy it at Walmart or something. But, yeah, I, I see it happening because, uh, I mean, the sad thing is, is they, they're putting, you know, Xbox with PC. You know, it's all together now, and PC yeah. doesn't have to pay for it. So Yeah, it's true. It's true. Man, I didn't think we were going to be on this topic that long. That was good. <laughs> so let's <laughs> go ahead, Dan. Well, the only thing I was going to say is, I mean, you could just, I mean, I don't understand why it would be so difficult just to make free-to-play games no, yeah, free-to-play. I mean, that's yeah. really the, that'd be the easiest thing to do. You know, you can keep live. I don't care. I, you know, that's true. we've all got it to like 2027 or something like that <laughs> now. So, it doesn't, you know, it, it's, it's, that's what Sony does. They still charge for your, you know, the multiplayer part of the game, you know, to have PS plus um, and then, just make Fortnite and Warzone and stuff like that. Just you know, get rid of the play, the paywall for that, mm-hmm. you know, and and just keep it at fifteen bucks. Say it's part of Xbox Live. I mean, yep. I, yeah. Maybe I, I don't know anything about how Not tech actually. works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. It's the same argument that you see Remedy oh. running into right now, where oh, they're recharge, they're charging <laughs> don't, don't for their but. It, but stick with me on, on the logic here. <laughs> the argument is, do you make a little money up front again, or do you make more money by by letting more people access it, access it? And what's the benefit and the cost analysis there? And I think that's the, the big thing when you have paywalls like that. And everything that Microsoft is doing suggests they would remove that paywall to, to access the bigger potential market. And it will be really interesting to have this conversation in a year or two years because they're clearly phasing this out. They may not be saying it, but they set up where we are right now. They set this up four years ago with game pass. Remember game pass didn't have a lot on it. That was big, but right now you can play the Witcher and all the Arkham games, all all the first party slate. I mean, those are big deals. Uh, And I think it takes time to watch those enact, but I don't think we'll be having Xbox live gold, two to three years from now in nearly the same perpetuity that we have at the moment. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree entirely. And then to your point about running that, <coughs> running that analysis. Uh, yeah, they've done that probably 50 times over, right? They know exactly what they're making from both angles and what the impact to the community is and all of these things. So yeah, I, I definitely get it, but it's kind of funny. You know, we went from talking about the impact that Halo's, Halo is going to have on a free to play market and the first, you know, thing you mentioned here, Dan, is just make the free-to-play games uh, not require gold because that's usually the argument, right? Is why can't I play Fortnite? Why can't I play Warzone? Why can't I play Roblox? Um, all those games without this uh, Xbox Live Gold, and Halo would fall into that bucket in in theory, right? Yeah. yeah, or just, I mean, if that's the case, just put it into Game Pass instead of making it free-to-play. You know, I mean, it's it's six of one, half a dozen of the other, really. I mean. It's, it, it, if you want to make money off of it, you know, just, okay, this is all going to be free to play. Halo is in Game Pass, multiplayer included, you know, single player campaign, whatever it is. And then you can get them off of that, you know. But if you're going to, or you just make it free to play, then you're going to still charge people 10 bucks to play the game every month. I mean, 
the hell's the difference? Yeah. <laughs> if you want well, to Halo, be Halo being in Game Pass is really all about getting access to the campaign. Absolutely. That's what you're getting right. for free yeah. right now. But yeah. the thing is, why not just put multiplayer in it as well instead of just keeping it out there? Because, if you want to make because, more, because, well, because you don't hit that audience. Yeah, you've got. Then you're no longer saying it's free to play. It's behind a subscription paywall in order to play the game. So you, you've got so. 12 or 13 million Game Pass subscribers, 14 million, whatever the number is right now, right? In that ballpark. Yeah. Whereas if you're free to play fully for mm-hmm. Xbox and PC, you're open up to tens and tens and tens of millions of people. But you yeah. still need Xbox Live. No. So you're still paying 10 bucks. Well, that, so that's, that's, yeah, the that's the argument. That, that's, that's what we're, hoping. That's that's what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're saying if they were going to keep gold, why right. not just push not- it to Xbox? I got right. you. Yeah, I okay. mean that way. Not only that, but it's it's in in essence. You I mean you're not only getting Halo, you're yeah. also getting everything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I got you. I got you. You can offer uh, not a parallel, but a similar aspect of let pe- let people choose. Like remove that pay- particular paywall. But I mean, look at the Steam charts. Four of the top ten are Xbox Game Studio games. It's crazy. And those people could easily play via okay, Game Pass, right. yep. and they're buying these yeah. games. Yeah. So giving, you know, maybe maybe there is something to be said for removing certain aspects of the paywall, but still allowing those to have it that want it. Yeah, I don't options, need that gold anymore, personally, <laughs> given okay. Game Pass its quality right. now. Yeah. So I mean, there's there's an argument, a thought, thought process there that analysts have looked at because they have the insider knowledge, I suppose. But I don't see a need for live gold in the way that it exists. And I like Dan's idea to move it, just, just get it away from PC platforms. But then you open a discussion up for, well, why do you want it here and not there? And there's always, there's always, <laughs> always a line. Yep. Yeah, how many teams are under the playoffs? You know, that's, it's always. <laughs> Options hey. are great until it gets completely yes. overwhelmed with too many, too many options. options. And yeah. it's like, well, okay, I can play it over here on the PC. I can pay 60 bucks for it, or I can go buy a game pass. And then I get it, but it's actually free, so I don't actually need to pay for it. You know, if I'm playing on my PC, but then if I go over to Xbox, I'm paying ten bucks a month for gold to play it for free, which literally doesn't make any sense. Because, <laughs> like what I just said, doesn't make sense. So, or I just buy Game Pass and I have it on both systems. You know, it, it's well, there's so much. And, and think and think right. All of us in the community listening here, we're all hardcore gamers. Right, yeah. your average Joe who just says, "Oh, there's a new Halo game. I'm gonna go play that." They're gonna be like, "Well, you can download the campaign if you have Game Pass, or you can buy it, or you can play multiplayer, but you need Gold or maybe Game Pass Ultimate, but not normal Game Pass because normal Game Pass doesn't include Game Pass or Gold." You know what I mean? Like, yep, yep. Yeah, they, they gotta clean it up. They gotta they clean definitely it up. do. Absolutely. I think it's a completely different point, uh, Luke, that you made about no valid point. Very on uh, Steam, like that's the power of ecosystem. Oh, dude. People have their library on Steam and they want to own their games on Steam. That's it. And it was the smartest decision. And maybe they're seeing some wealth from that. Like, they're, I mean, because clearly, I mean, like, like Luke said, they're the top five games. Four of them are the, you know, Xbox Game Studios. So it's like you take that. That's a lot of sales, apparently. So maybe that's helping them get rid of that paywall. For Xbox as global, since that is their brand is Xbox, it's not just Xbox the console. So now sure. Xbox all the way around, you don't pay to play online. You just pay to have certain games like a subscription service. So Yep. Yep. And as you said, they're running the numbers as we speak many times oh, over. Yeah. 
So real quick, because I didn't think we we're going to stay on this one so long, but yeah, we were talking about launch lineups and launch lineups, what we know right now, which is kind of crazy, right? Because we're in the middle of August and what we know right now confirmed for both the Series X and the PlayStation 5 is really, really slim pickings. Um, obviously, you're going to get the best version depending on the ecosystem you want to be in. You'll get the better version of Valhalla and Cyberpunk and Watch Dogs and all these major third-party games. But in terms of like games that are exclusive, the only ones I could find that are actually people the developer has said they'll be there at launch is Yakuza Like a Dragon, which is Xbox side. Uh, Scorn is supposedly going to be there at launch. And Falconeer, which is that uh, kind of combat multiplayer bird game, if you've seen that's it. They said maybe Gears Tactics, right, for launch. Um, but, you know, I was t even t as early as yesterday talking about the medium being a launch game. If you look, it's not confirmed for launch. Um, some places say December, some places say January. On PS5, you have Spider-Man, Miles Morales, which I think now with Halo gone, it's probably the biggest game for the fall in terms of, you know, platform. You've got Godfall, which it's not looking too good. Uh, and you've got bug snacks. Yes, that's that's, that's a sleeper. That's the, that is the sleeper of the fall. <laughs> I want a collector's edition with a plush like strawberry, like just a big ass strawberry with a face on. It'd be awesome. <laughs> and then uh, Astro's Playroom, which is just a demo, it's just a demo for the uh, DualSense controller. That's and it. it. Comes, and that comes with the PS5. So. And that comes with the PS5. That's all that's confirmed as launch titles for these systems as as we talk today, which is kind of hilarious when you think about it. It's trash. Um, <laughs> well, what's a, I don't think you would get a launch title for Xbox by that definition because of their smart delivery uh, methodology. I think that's the, the muddied water. And you mentioned it when you introduced the topic, but it, you're not going to get one for the Xbox platform, and even PlayStation's not ready. Even, even looking at what Spider-Man Miles Morales is going to be, $600 for a, an expansion. And I don't say that word with any derogatory sense. I'm all in on Miles Morales. I love Spider-Man PS4. More Spider-Man is great. And that game, the screenshots they're showing us look wonderful. Yep. But as with any launch of a system, they're going to have launch-esque titles. And the smart delivery muddles that water. We're going to get... Uh, cyberpunk when we get it and it'll upscale when they're ready for it too it'll upscale on the system and then they'll they'll have a, a series x version um it's a it's a strange and different conversation than we were able to even have in 2013 and that's the the big kicker the new shiny isn't really the new shiny in the same way right uh, at the moment and this is something that pc gaming has been doing for a long time they just look yeah. at the game and they play the game and you can make an argument that's a good thing but I mean, if you're playing on xCloud, if you've got the Kishi and you've only got xCloud and you're, you're a 12, 13 year old kid and you don't have a system, your family didn't have it, they bought you a phone instead. That's the that's a new market or a different way to approach it. But the, the launch lineups are are odd. But what is an Xbox Series X game now? Like, like yeah. what is that? And yeah. that's the muddied water there. Agree. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> Bug snacks, man. Yeah, I mean, of course I'm buying that in Spider-Man, obviously. Uh, Gears Tactics, you know, I can play it on a PC, I, but I'd rather play it on the Xbox. You know, it's one yep. of those where it's just... That's a good game. Console gamer. Yeah, it's not, from what I've played with it so far, it's, fan, it's fantastic. Um, it, it's just weird. I mean, it's weird going into, like I said, a new generation and just not having 
you know, like Luke said, that new shiny and that thing that's going to, you know, go, hey, what is this? But, you know, Xbox is going a different direction. But, you know, PlayStation, Spider-Man's going to sell like crazy. You know, you're going to launch a system with, regardless of what, you know, how big the game is, it's going to sell like... Oh, that's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, I mean, that's going to be it. You know, you also have, uh, you know, I hate, you know, FIFA and, you know, Madden will be out and people are going to be wanting to play those, you know, the NBA games that I don't play. I mean, those are going to be the, your system sellers. You know, we've got that Call of Duty thing that I don't know what it's supposed to be. Probably some kind of Black Ops remaster. Cold War. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. I mean, <laughs> come up with a reason. Camp- it's, it's probably going to be campaign and zombies. Warzone right. staying as the, you know. Yeah. And, 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 and that's, that's really what the PlayStation needs. It needs those those third-party games, but, you know, so does Series X. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, it, it's this is, like, the least excited I've been as, from a Whoa. game's point of view going really? to the next gen. Yeah, I'm excited for the tech. I really want to see what it can do. You know, that's that's what has me excited, and I have a TV that can handle, you know, 4K60, and, you know, I don't want to have to upgrade yet, so it'll be nice to, <laughs> you know, that these developers aren't going that what? far. So, um Question, yeah. Dan, because you said this is your least excited. I, I, because I'm a big dork and I like to write things down, I, I wrote down <laughs> 15 games that I'm excited for on various levels, indie to AAA, right, okay. for this fall. A lot of them are smart delivery or they're live service type games, like like Avengers. I don't know whether sure. I get 15 hours or 60. I'm stoked on that. The idea of a Series X or a PlayStation 5 to me makes that game more appealing than it would be before. So when you say you're not excited about the games, do you just mean the the we get Miles Morales because because the others will smart deliver? Is no, no, no. is that what you? Mean? No, I mean like okay, so let's take Cyberpunk when it was you know delayed until then was I was super mad. I mean it was ridiculous how angry I was. It was <laughs> I don't know why, but I was mad because you know, I wanted to play that game. So you know I also bought a you know Cyberpunk console. So there's that. That I'll never be able to play it on, which is awesome. But I could. Yeah, but it's a cool console. Yeah, it's an awesome console. But I'm going to sell it immediately. As soon as what? They... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> anyway, that stuff. I, mean, I, I just wanted to look at it for a few months, apparently. So, you know, but but really, what it is is, you know, with a smart delivery, that that, you know, you're basically going to have that upgraded stuff, you know, and you, but with Cyberpunk, you're not getting it until probably next year, right? You're going to have something at launch. They said, I think, just some upgrades, nothing where it's going to go 4K or yeah. 8K to you know, 120 frames. No, because the hardware is natively going to run the game better is what they're saying. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and that's and that's why I upgraded to the Series X, or the, not the Series X, the X. God, <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the other X. X. The other X, you know, when it came out, you know, day one, Scorpio, you know, and because and, I, want, I want the best stuff, obviously. You know, I want to play the game. I don't care if it's PlayStation. I don't care if it's Xbox. I want to play where it's going to be the best, you know, game. You know, I, I, I'm not super excited about, like, the tech. Or I'm more excited about the tech than I am the games. Because the games, you know, I can play right now if I wanted to. So it's the, 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 the definition of generation is so much different between these two companies. And we're starting to see that now. And it's fun to watch them you know, kind of go two different directions. 
But you know, aside from I think really on this list, Spider-Man, nothing to me really jumps out, and that's just because I'm a huge Spider-Man honk. Nothing to me says, oh yeah, I got to get this for next gen. That's really the only game that says I need to get it. But I'm for sure getting both of them, and I'm you know super pumped with Cyberpunk, Bahala. I want to see if do we know if those are coming out? Bahala, are they getting the free upgrade immediately? On release that's what they've said okay yeah yeah that's same with watchdogs right? right like they yeah. mentioned watchdogs is getting the ray tracing and update cool. for launch too which has yeah. me excited yeah that's super cool you know and that, and, that, and that but it's just not you know that same generational leap anymore that we yeah. are typically used to in a console space you know with a pc space it's just a matter of upgrading and getting better you know your better graphics card more memory or a better cpu so it, it's a different different ball game i think completely and i don't pc game anyway so you know it, i've always been a console gamer and i think going into this gen i'm just i don't know i don't know what it is maybe it's just a lack of new you know that's the next word it is but I'm, I'm definitely gonna have a new tech regardless probably 15 other controllers whatever they release <laughs> <laughs> well that's what i was gonna say i i, I think it's not that you're not excited because, you know, right, I've heard right, right. you say, and I agree with you. I think we all do agree. Like I've heard you say many times, you just want, you want it where it's going to play best. So yeah, to, sure. to Luke's point, these games are going to play best on next gen hardware. You know, yeah. there's a big upgrade from a hardware perspective, but your point is, you know, for decades now we've had like, okay, here's the next generation and here's the, you know, five new titles or whatever that are only playable on next gen. And it's just a different market nowadays. Yeah, I, I'm curious, you know, seeing what the actual, you know, to my my eye, you know, is it going to be that big of a difference playing on, you know, the Series X versus the current X, you know, is it going to be where I go, oh, that is a humongous change, you know, I, I have no idea yet, I haven't seen anything really from anybody to say, <laughs> that's, oh, no. oh, there that's it is, that, you know, that's, that's that, the game I really need to see. And, and that's the problem because we we don't know we don't know what these companies are actually saying they're making it next gen version like we don't know we don't know what they're adding how much effort they're actually putting into it uh i mean i feel like cd project red is probably doing probably the best even i mean i'd even say compared to ubisoft because i think ubisoft is gonna they're gonna add some things but i don't think it's gonna be where it's leap and bounds like oh my gosh it's way better than the current gen yeah uh but the, just like Dan said, though, the hardware is what does entice me because playing certain games, load times, yeah, like that, that's gonna just being able to load in. And this is even for like my, my daughter. And I even think about it like when she's playing my old <laughs> 2013 day one uh, Xbox One and she's trying to get into Minecraft and it takes her like <laughs> 10 minutes to load the stupid game to, <laughs> to the menu. Like it's, it's terrible. So, like, to know that you know, whatever it's the series X or the maybe Lockhart, whatever come out and it loads pretty much just like that. Then, uh, that portion does get me. I love back the back combat because I don't complete games and I love playing crap. I started playing Assassin's Creed, uh, syndicate because I never got to play it. I bought it, played a little bit, then new shiny came out and I played it. Uh, so like I kept pushing it back. So that's what I do like. And then, you know, if they do get enhanced, whatever, uh, that's, that's the fun part, but it, it, it is kind of where you're to 
be super excited this gen is kind of hard because of this, like we've talked about, like uh, the smart delivery or whoever, like EA's words for it. I can't remember what they said, but uh, expensive it, delivery. Yeah, no, like no. <laughs> 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 time delivery. Um, but yeah, like it's just um, it's 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 not as like, super exciting to just know like oh my gosh I have to have this system now. I mean, PlayStation's kind of doing that because that, that's kind of like what Dan said is they're making sure that, yes, we believe in generations and Xbox say, yeah, we do too, but we're like the PC side. And that and that's kind of like, that's that fighting battle is they're trying to battle kind of sticking it like we are Windows, we are Microsoft, so we are PC and we're trying to migrate our Xbox console to PC. And that's kind of like why, why they're doing it. Just like Luke said, you know, that. You know, with all the smart delivery, it's kind of made it that muddy water kind of thing. You know, it's just, yeah, you're you're going to get that version eventually. <laughs> like, you know, whatever we decide to bring it out, kind of like CD Projekt Red, you know, they didn't say it's coming out on launch as far as their version. So you may yeah. wait until April of next year before that comes out. So uh, and, and that kind of stinks because it's like, do I go ahead and just play it? Absolutely, because that's my number one game. I don't care. <laughs> Well, like you said the word enhanced, which which kicked me back to the fact that we've seen Microsoft try this once and, and work on their messaging as they did the enhanced for X. When the One X came out, enhanced for X patches were constantly in the news. Yep. I don't know that they worked at selling any games. I don't know if the sales went up because of something got an enhanced for X patch, but it was, in hindsight, uh, I believe, meant to familiarize the gamer the console gamer specifically with that idea that it will scale with your hardware yeah uh, something that pc gamers understood but i think that's the 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 good and the bad of this is that playstation 4 pro did not have that messaging like it just didn't have that xbox one x did and enhanced for x did let some of the hardcore people go back and try 360 games and remind them to go, Oh, check out this game. Like you tried syndicate. Like there's a cool aspect of that, but did it sell a lot of games? I don't know that it will. And I think that's actually a great precedent for why I don't think series X is going to light the market on fire um, in any way, shape or form compared to the series S, which is all but confirmed. And I recognize it's not fully announced yet, but I mean, I price is going to be a big factor there too, but the the premium top patch, the top upscale, I don't think moves units the way yeah. that the way that it w might if it were a different generation. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm 100% with you guys. I think that's a tough battle. I don't even know if you're in charge. I don't even know how you market towards that, right? Because that's right. just not a selling point. And the casual market, as you already pointed out, Luke, which is the biggest market by far, we are the minority by a long shot casual market doesn't they don't get excited for that kind of stuff nope. um so yeah it's always it's always a challenge and i think that's why you know we're staying again we're continuing to stay on this but it's good discussion i think that's why you know it's it's almost nice to see that the gaming industry is so big nowadays that you have three companies like nintendo playstation xbox that are taking three completely different approaches for the most part <laughs> um, on how they're approaching the market but they're all just making billions and billions of dollars um, and I think that's fine. You know, I think uh, the market's big enough to do that. It, there's not this, uh, a lot of people, well, maybe the ones who are less well-versed on this stuff have this thing in their head that it's a PlayStation or Xbox market. And that's just not the case. No. Um, 
So there, there's plenty of room for both, but they are very different approaches. But even with PlayStation taking the approach of generational lines still, right, a little more kind of uh, traditional approach, um, there's still not a whole bunch. <laughs> there's still not outside of Spider-Man, which, as you said, is more uh, it's, you know, they've said it's akin to uh, what Lost Legacy, right? Uncharted. Yeah. So it's not there. Even though it's their tentpole title, it's not a huge, big budget AAA tentpole title per se. So even in that vein, they're not delivering a whole lot at launch either. Um, and, so. and that's not a bad thing. I don't think that's the one thing that scares me is when we talk about that, like, well, it's DLC or it's an expansion. That's not a diss. Not a bad thing at all. No, 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 not at all. Hey, at least they're getting something and you're getting Spider-Man. You're getting the extra story that everybody... I think, by them. Oh, yeah. Well, everybody wanted it when they brought him into the PS4 game. And then, of course, the the movie came out. So that was huge. uh, Very huge. (laughs) So I think, I mean, it was super smart for Sony. Even if I know a lot of people said they held it back for PS5 for that reason. Maybe. Well, good on them freaking smart <laughs> like, it, yeah. it's not like they didn't give you a massive yeah. amount of content with spider-man that game is big and then they gave you dlcs which were debatable in quality but still if you wanted more spider-man you got it got it yep yeah you know? agree you're getting yeah, it with it's, a smart move. I mean, it's a huge ip <laughs> and it's it's their best-selling exclusive why would you not take your first party that you signed to be part of your first party studios, why would you not put them on, you know, taking 12 months and building out, even if the foundation is a PS4 title, build out something exclusive at launch for the PS5. It was a very smart move. Super smart. Yep. So, Dan, welcome back, sir. Sorry, I had a lawnmower guy show up. No worries at all. No worries at all. We were on the same conversation. You didn't miss anything. (laughs) (laughs) So, great conversation though, guys. Okay, so let's, uh, let's jump over to Epic starting a war. Um, because I find this very, very interesting. And Dan and and Bert and I were talking about this. There's been a ton of discussion about it. And so if you aren't well-versed on what kind of happened over the past couple days, this is the very, very, very high level. Epic uh, released a direct payment option for Fortnite V-Bucks on the App Store. Per Apple's policies, that is not allowed. They have to go through the App Store because Apple needs their 30% cut, right? Um, and that's just the way it always has been on the App Store. And my camera's like gone blurry for some reason. Um, <clears throat> of course, Epic knew this. They're not stupid. They knew this. And then within hours, uh, Fortnite was taken off of the App Store. Now, keep in mind, Fortnite still makes an absurd amount of money. It is played by tens and tens and tens and tens of millions of people. Um, v bucks are sold crazy. What do we see, Dan? They make two point five million a day. A day. I'm a, a I'm day. That's just on iOS. Uh, so just, put into perspective what we're talking about yeah, here. Yeah. Um, they knew. Uh, so Apple took it down. Epic, of course, knew this was going to happen because Apple. Um, and so within a matter of hours, Epic filed legal papers citing uh, antitrust policies against Apple and their design of the App Store. Uh, they then uh, did a, pri- a permanent price reduction on V-Bucks across the entire Fortnite game on all platforms. And of course, someone's like, well, why would they do that? Well, you know why they do that. Or you should know why they do that. Because what they did, and I'm trying to fix my camera, sorry. Um, what they did is create a conversation around a V-Buck price reduction. So all of those millions of kids who play Fortnite on their iPhones go to play and buy V-Bucks. And guess what they can't do? They can't do that. So then they go to parents and say, why, you know, what's going on? And parents get pissed off. It raises awareness to the issue. 
then uh, the most amazing thing that came out of this, in my opinion, was the fact that Epic then in Fortnite <laughs> ran a video which took Apple's own commercial from 1984, or a reference to 1984, that Apple years and years ago used against Microsoft for being monopolistic. They turned it into a Fortnite video against Apple uh, and showed it to every Fortnite player in the world, which of course quickly you know, spread across social media like wildfire. So it has, uh, this has, oh, and since then Google Play and Google has since taken Fortnite off of Google Play as well because uh, they tried the same thing on there. Now it's still playable on Android because Android is open source a little different there than the Apple Store, but you can't actually play it through Google Play. So long story short, Epic has come out and said that they're doing this to basically kind of lead the charge against uh, closed ecosystems with the rules like Apple has. And of course, we already talked about the whole, uh, you know, xCloud not being able to launch on iOS because of Apple's outdated policies. So I think this is incredibly interesting. I think I post on Twitter, I just sat back. I was literally about to make popcorn in real life just watching this unfold because I find it both fascinating and hilarious. Um, but it does raise the question of, you know, what is your, so for you guys, what's your opinion on Epic doing this? Do you think it's a, a smart move, stupid move? Do you think it's a waste of time? What have you? Um, do you think other companies are going to step up with Epic and take on this fight against Apple and Google? Um, and, you know, what would you like to see out of the future here? I think we probably all have the same picture in our heads of what an ideal looks like, you know, from an ecosystem perspective, but it'd still be interesting to hear. So, Bomber, I'll start with you, man. All right. Um, let's see. I, I'm not a, I really care less about Fortnite, honestly, but I think what Epic is doing, is it smart? I don't, I don't know if it is. Uh, they are taking on the two biggest, one of the two biggest companies in the world, Apple and freaking Google. Like, I, I, I have fun because uh, their legal teams are pretty freaking good too. So I, I, I don't know how this is going to end. I don't know if it's just going to be okay. They're going to take it off, and now the only way you're going to get V Bucks mobile wise is you're going to have to just download their app and download it that way and pay for it there. Uh, if that's the case, and they make it cheaper, you, maybe everybody is okay with that. Hey, they cut it down it's $2 cheaper to get the same V bucks that you had to buy on Apple. I mean, maybe it's a good thing. I don't know. Um, I see it. Does anybody else go with them? I don't know. I don't know if anybody's going to really want to be part of that. Um, I'm not going to say the, the circus that this has become, <laughs> but like, I, like I feel like that that's what it is. Is like, you, you've kind of started the circus and you, especially with the ad, like you're taking the jabs. So clearly you sat back for months, many months to really have a plan because you had a plan of action. They had it. They put it up just like you said. I mean, as soon as they got kicked out literally within the hour, okay, now it's on Fortnite for everybody to see. Uh, so it's, uh, it's real strange. I don't know if Epic's going to win this battle of whatever they're trying to win for, uh, I guess being able to have <laughs> them get direct money and not have anybody take cut out of it. Um, cause I think that's kind of, it's, it's kind of like a weird thing. Uh, I mean, I don't know if like if they even worry about Netflix. It's kind of like the whole Microsoft thing with X Cloud. Like, 
they they're not getting anything out of it because you're not buying games to it. It's just a subscription, just like Netflix. But I, I don't know why that was an issue there. But I know that's a different topic. But uh, I don't know. I don't know if uh, this is really good and and what it's going to really change. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to change because I feel like Epic is on their own. I don't know if any other company because there's really not another company that's this big that makes as much money like y'all said two point four million dollars a day just in v bucks alone so <laughs> I, I don't i don't see i don't see this really changing much i just see that this is a great awesome thing to watch and sit back and just be like heck yeah let these three big old freaking companies go after each other while we enjoy other content <laughs> fair enough go ahead, luke the in the immediate short term, this doesn't affect me in the slightest. I, I am not a Fortnite player, and I do not have a, a, an Apple product. Um, however, what Epic sought to do in the wake of Microsoft taking on Apple with xCloud is weaponize an entire community of gamers that are uninformed and are likely going to jump to conclusions very quickly. And it's, it's less about legality and precedent than it is money and outcry and they have a massive community in the Fortnite arena that will comment things into and out of existence and there there's a that can't be understated in that respect that i'm not arguing that it's good or bad or right or wrong uh, on that particular aspect but they put that video that was silly and petty and whatnot out there so that all those kids and people would see it and immediately jump into comment sections and start commenting uh, without knowing kind of what it was, what it's going on. I mean, it took place what, tw- almost 20 years before the majority of that player base was born. <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. I mean, I was I was born in 85, and I had to look up what they were talking about. There's <laughs> something to that. Yeah. Uh, so so they, they're trying to weaponize that amount of people to back up the, the, the precedent that they may not have to combat Apple. Uh, that said, for Google to remove it from the app, from, from their Google Play Store, and then for, for the weights that are happening in there... When major mega corporations at that level battle each other, typically it's the consumers that benefit long term. <laughs> Short term, yep. you might be locked out. There's a lot of ways to play Fortnite on your various devices, uh, but I think we'll benefit in the long term. I think you're going to see xCloud uh, factor into this at some point in the discussion. It'll loop back. Uh, and Microsoft's probably happy they can back off that battle a little bit. Um, <laughs> or at least not be the focal point, but these store policies and how much of a cut various storefronts are taking uh, is going to be a, a talking point for years to come. The same that Mixer pushed and altered Twitch, even though yep. they didn't change them in, in mass numbers, it changed their policies about some things. Uh, yep. So so I think that's the, the way that this will play out. But this is good for people, for gamers long-term because mega corporations battling for your dollar are are way better than monopoly yep yeah in fact uh the example i gave when we were talking about it offline was uh steam so if you remember steam i mean steam was was a monopoly on pc side and then look what's happened right they had pretty antiquated policies and then the game the major publishers started creating their own launchers right get around steam if you want to play our games you have to play here and then um uh, epic you know does the same thing takes on steam and look what happened steam has now changed their policies because they just, you know, they have to, they want, they know that not changing their policies is going to continue to move people off and they're just going to lose money in the long run. And I think that's what I would like to see here is that, you know, there's no reason Apple shouldn't get a cut. You're on their ecosystem. 
you know, they're on a billion devices, like they said, you know, you're using that, but 30% and having no control and having to go through the uh, application processes that they talked about, like they told Microsoft for uh, Game Pass, you would have to register every single game on Game Pass independently, and it may not be approved. Like, yeah. Uh, come on, this is 2020, man. I mean, uh, that's not how things work nowadays. And that was Tim Sweeney's point when he talked about it with his huge nuts segue. That's right, buddy. All right, so <laughs> here, here's here's the whole thing. I don't like Apple as a as a you know as a company. Google, same way. I'm firmly planted in Google's ecosystem with my phone. Uh, my internet is Google Fiber. There's a lot of things that I have, you know, however, they're, they're, they're pretty much the same, you know, you know, Google's going to take their cut. The problem, you know, I have with all this before this was happening, just as soon as like, you know, as early as like June, it was Epic was working towards launching their own uh, launcher basically on, on iOS. They did it on Android. They were in talks with Apple to, you know, get that Epic game store launcher on there. I'm not sure that it ever happened. I couldn't tell you because I don't have a device. Um, but um, with Android, that's how I access Fortnite for my kids. You know, as I went through the Apple Game Store and downloaded it. Now, I don't know if that's the same. And you can still get the game. If you've got a Samsung phone, you can still buy or get yep. Fortnite for free. You know, yep. and play it on your device, you know, until they take off that entire thing. I don't know, I'm not even sure how that whole thing would work. Um, uh, but now you're seeing companies like Spotify kind of jump in with, you know, Epic, you know, and they've got a, you know, Tencent's got a, you know, a, a share of, of, of Spotify as well. So, you know, you can kind of see where they're kind of coming from. The biggest thing for me, um, since I, like, like you guys don't play the dang game, um, is, is I want to see, to Luke's point, I want to see this benefit us in the long run. Um, and it will one way or the other, uh, but, yep. but also what's weird to me is that take a, a, a company like uh, Voodoo, like the movies, you, you can get it on iOS. If you go to buy a movie from them, it takes you into a browser, basically avoiding Apple store for some <laughs> reason. That's okay. You know, it just, I don't understand. You're basically launching what Safari and you go to the Voodoo's website, yeah, for whatever movie you want to watch, and then you can watch it on your iPhone. You know why? Because that may, that because Apple's cut of that is probably fourteen dollars. Yeah, their cut right. of yeah. Fortnite is hundreds right. of millions. for sure. But you know, I mean, over the long run, I mean, the same way with Amazon, right? You know, they, they but that's you can't just arbitrarily. I mean, I guess you can since it's your system, but just make rules up for you know whatever kind of media that you're <laughs> that's you're the taking. argument is that that's they're the just because they have a monopoly they do what they want they have total right. control it's like oh yeah you you can do this you know voodoo or whoever you are playing dango or amazon you can come and have our your app but uh and you can also avoid our our percentage by doing this but all you games people no that's not going to happen you know, and, and it's 100% a money thing. One, oh, always, always. And, and, yeah, and it, it drives me crazy. Just all I want is consistency. If you're going to do that for movies, which I don't think is that much different than games, you know, until you start getting to the microtransactions, I guess, you know, 
I don't have to pay extra for, you know, Brad Pitt being in the movie as opposed to not being in the movie. You know? <laughs> so it, it's, 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 it's just, it just drives me crazy that, you know, they can't just come out and say, yeah, we're kind of assholes, you know, basically we're kind of super greedy and that's how it is. I, I, it drives me nuts. So Apple can suck it. Google can suck it. Um, <laughs> but in the end, like Luke said, we will all be winners because something will happen and hopefully it changes, it changes the system, you know, and, and this, this isn't anything new. Microsoft does it, you know, with, with their, you know, storefronts, you know, PlayStation does it, Sony does it. it, it everybody does it. You're going to have to pay something, you know, it, it's part of being in that ecosystem as part of what you have to pay to an extent, but keep it consistent across everything. Don't just make arbitrary rules because you want to take a bigger cut of a bigger, you know, fish basically that's 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 no no get out of here with that garbage that's garbage. <laughs> i agree and by the way will me stopped by said he traded his iphone for a new samsung galaxy 20 ultra on tuesdays happier than bomber on beer trimming day <laughs> <laughs> doesn't look like you trimmed that for a while though that's been uh, a while. it's it's been a few months uh, <laughs> i'm going another six weeks to see if i'm gonna trim it then so same okay. bomber same six weeks right here <laughs> <laughs> it's getting there it's getting there right. just, yeah just i think it's going. interesting just, <laughs> it's gonna be uh it's gonna be fun to watch unfold um i think it's overdue um you know we, we wouldn't be in this place with a number of things on uh on iStore and i think uh, our app store and i think there's a there's a reason many people including myself aren't the biggest fan of apple and it's always been about they have to have pro proprietary everything and control over everything and it's just that's not i don't it's not the way it should be, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, you know when when Wilmy said something appear, I'll about come back to that. Go getting, ahead, go ahead. Getting a sub, you know, and that, that's another thing. You know, Apple on an Android phone, if you want to access Apple Music, you, it takes you out of there to avoid Google's paywall. So you don't, you have to put in like your address and your billing and everything. So if you want to use Apple Music, it, it's so crazy that they're okay with them themselves doing it on somebody else's platform, but you come over to ours and you can eat it because we're Apple, you know, <laughs> keep it consistent. That's all I'm saying. Just keep it the same way and people won't get upset. You know, people, you know, I mean, that's what, you know, I, I'm curious to see like if, if, if Epic would have came in, lowered their price and then, you know, put that seven ninety nine for however many V bucks. And it took you to say Safari where you had to sign into your Epic games account and then purchase it through there. If that would have been okay, because it kind of, you know, it does what every other, you know, subscription service and, you know, purchasing through like movies and stuff. That, that's how it works. So if they would have done that instead of making it native to the app, you know, I, I'm just I'm just curious to see what would have occurred. We'll never know, though. So hmm. sucks. Screw you, Apple. <laughs> <laughs> Stubbs, uh, what's up, Stubbs? He asked, um, you know, will this go to uh, federal government? Remember, Microsoft had an Internet browser monopoly and you know, there's always cases of monopoly. That's where these antitrust lawsuits come from right so that's what epic is going for they're trying to make the case if you look at the actual documents and i haven't read them all but there are a few kind of sites out there that show you high level what they're trying to achieve and that's what they're trying to achieve is to say that apple has violated antitrust policies with their rules on the app store based on their uh you know their um the amount of devices and the control they have over the market so yeah. anyway yeah Eh. 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 Give it the old guy thing. Eh. 
All right, we already touched on Remedy a little bit. Two minutes, two minutes. Remedy, ultra, Ultimate Edition only on Screw Control. We'll get up. the... <laughs> We're done on this one, we all agree. <laughs> well, yeah. The only question I have is, was it Remedy what? or 505? Right. We right. don't have the we answer don't. yet. That's true. That's the only thing I want to know, because yeah. Remedy was usually yeah. a good guy, and this, this thing stupid. sucks. It's the yeah. dumbest yeah. shit I've ever seen. Now, <laughs> with that being said, all right, I, I know Xbox and, and Phil has come out and said, well, we're not going to ever make you pay for an upgrade. Totally understand that. So, but I'm okay with it, you know, because I know, especially for an older game, you know, I mean, it's not super old. It's a little bit less than a year. I'm trying to mute Dan, guys. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, no, right? I was going to say, okay. I'm <laughs> old okay. game. Let's, say even if, 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 let's see. Like, like, what's the difference between that and buying a remastered version of a game? I mean, you're paying forty bucks for you know, say for King. I'm not because I don't well, buy the most of them. Well, I'm just telling you, if Mass Effect Trilogy <laughs> came out today, I would say yes. You've remade this. You put the work in to kind of do this. Fine. Those are also games that are many, yeah, many right. years old. That's too. a whole different like, generation. Yeah, that's and, yeah. That's like, and the the comparison is this is a year old, and yeah. for anybody that bought the game and then bought subsequent DLC. You're screwed. They're being punished. <laughs> Trust and me. Or, and yeah. having a lesser aspect. That's that's yeah. the other factor there. So I'm not okay with it uh, at all with the way that it was handled. They are yes. they are basically saying, now that we've got your money, you don't matter. Yep. And whereas they could have said, hey, you've bought almost all the DLC, buy one more, and we'll upgrade you so that you have the complete edition. Uh, there's precedent for that. So I think that's the difference. I think I think that I, I agree with that. I totally, I'm, I'm totally on your guys' side. I'm just saying... That if if I don't know what the you know the amount of work that has to go into this stuff, I don't know. Probably not a whole lot, you know. But still, something you're you know you got man hours invested into bringing a new upgraded version of something. If it was five bucks, who cares? If you're gonna you know, I mean, if you especially if you've already played through the game once and you know you you've done all the DLC, you've done everything. If you really, really want to go back and play it and with, you know, and it's, but also it's what you're getting, you know, it could yeah. be just, you know, a slightly upgraded version of control, you know, and then you can vote with your wallet Then you can say, okay, yeah, well, you know, I'll, I'll, which I hate that term by the way, but you know, you can, you can say, okay, I'm going to pay the five bucks or I'm not because I played the game already and there's really no need to again yeah. and, you know, play the upgraded version. I, but I am with you guys. It should just be free, especially with the game. It's. Like forty bucks. I mean, it's forty bucks, and you're cutting all your existing customers that have it out. Like that's that's what you're doing. Like you're, I don't right. know. It's it's a complete screw over of your oh, yeah. people that yeah. love your game, uh, and that that's that's the issue. I mean, anybody doing that, that it kind of pisses me off. And they're kind of like, and they're they're kind of doing it kind of similar what two K kind of is. They're forcing you if you want it now and then you want it on the next gen you have to buy the hundred dollar version of the game yeah uh without having to buy a separate game and so that's where it's like i it's i definitely don't like it but yeah <laughs> i don't i mean I, yeah. yeah it's I haven't played it, um, so it doesn't affect me, but I don't like we'll the precedent that. they're going to try to set. <laughs> Same yeah. here. I haven't played Control either, but it pissed me off, and I really don't want to play it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a precedent, right? Because you don't want to see other publishers, whether it's, like we said, Remedy or 505. Yeah. Uh, we don't want to see other publishers set a precedent of, okay, you know, we're moving to Series X like we were just talking about PS5. Uh, it's 10 bucks if you want, you know, you, you want the patch to make it look and run better on those systems. That's just... 
you know, we don't want that precedent to be set. And Wilmy, we're not talking about Anthem, damn it. So. <laughs> well, there it is. <laughs> Let me tell you what's missing from the Avengers demo. Anthem <laughs> nailed flying. Yep. And yep. Iron yep. Man. Hey, there we go. Segway. No, it's good. It's so bad. Uh, we were we were just talking about that. All right, all right. Before we we're coming up, we're getting to grinding our gears in a second here. Uh, real quick, I wanted to touch on Cyberpunk because we did have Night City Wire this week. There wasn't a whole you know ton of news shown, but there were some cool things. So first, we saw about Life Pass, and you got uh, Street Kid, Nomad, or Corpo. What are you guys going with? Uh, if, I can, if I can, if I can play Corpo, yeah, really. I was going to say I did not. Jesus. Wilmy, what are you doing, man? Oh my god, this guy. That's Wilmy. that's that's too generous. All right, sorry oh, to interrupt you, Dan. That caught that caught me off guard. <laughs> oh, yeah, every time. Damn it! Wow. You're the man, wow. Wilmy. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you so much, Wilmy. Now we're now we okay. This, yeah, no, yeah. now we're talking about Anthem for the rest of the show. There's All nothing right, I can Anthem. even do about it. So. Yeah. So 2.0 uh, needs to come out. I don't know when it's going to. <laughs> uh, see, this is um, <laughs> no, thank you so much, Wilmy. That's overly, overly generous. Uh, definitely uncalled for. You know we greatly appreciate it. And uh, as I've said before, everyone knows us here. Season Gaming is a free, non-monetized site. There's no ads, no nothing. So uh, when we get Super Chats from you guys, it's literally just running the running the production of shit. That's where it goes. Yeah, so, and hookers. And blow. Hookers. Yeah, hookers and yeah. blow. I mean, come on. You don't really have to say that. That's like no, right? right? I just <laughs> wanted to make sure they knew where their money was. <laughs> just understood. Uh, <laughs> so thank you again. That's that's uh, incredible. Yeah. Um, I don't even know where we are now. That caught me off. So you said, you said Corpo, and it threw me off, Dan, because honestly, we ran a poll, and uh, I think Nomad was number one by like a yeah. lot. And then Street Kid was number two. And Corpo, I've seen the fewest people say Corpo. So what's got you interested on that side of it? I don't know, man. I, I kind of, you know, the whole, it's the industrial or the, the espionage kind of corporate, whatever. It just looks You're going to cool. work for Apple or Epic? Yeah, that's why I want, I want to take him down from the inside. From the inside. Um, completely take care of all the microtransactions. Make sure everybody's doing you know, the correct percentage. You know, whatever I have to do. I don't know. I mean, Nomad kind of it was kind of cool too. I mean, that was probably probably my second. Let's be honest, man. I'm gonna play this three times, and I'm gonna play it as each one of these things, you know, regardless. So the whole thing looked awesome to me. I mean, kind of like what you said. You know, the the middle part of the whole show was kind of like, meh. But you know, with the life pass and the weaponry, I mean, if you're not excited for this game, then you're you're dead to me, and we can't. Do that. <laughs> so. Sorry, yeah. and Luke is dead to Dan now. Oh my oh, god! Oh no! Oh no! What did you? Who booked this guy? I don't know. He uh, he's a Halo guy, so I can't I can't kick him off. I mean, he's got a permanent spot. But Cyberpunk. Oh, all right. Let's hear it, Luke. Let's hear it. There, yeah. there is nothing to knock about it. Really, really and truly, I've just not. I, I I'm not into it, and I probably will snag it either via via review code or, or purchase. I'm going to probably play it but i'm not like excited about it just hasn't struck a chord the same way i don't think halo struck struck chords with dan or palmer per se it's just not in my wheelhouse but i will try it i am curious but excited not right now um i was in the room for the keanu thing and that was awesome and then we've talked about that before it was so cool i love that i just am not not landing with it at the moment but i'm not knocking it at all 
Okay. All right. You, you kind of redeem, you know, I mean, you can stay for the rest of the show anyway. <laughs> but Anthem, I'm there for. Let me there you go. You. Yes. <laughs> well, Wilmy just uh, gave us a huge super chat and is asking to kick you. So I, my hands may be tied here. I don't know. I may have to. Uh, I was there for Anthem, Wilmy. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my. All right. Hold on. Oh, shit. Oh, we're still canceling Dan, apparently. Yeah, we'll just keep doing it. <laughs> just keep it up there. Yeah, just keep it up there. All right, where are you at on this, uh, Bomber? Dude, uh, Cyberpunk is, is going to be my life. Uh, and everybody that knows me, I don't finish games. I don't. I, it's an it's a hmm. issue I have. Like, It's hard for me to finish a game. I finally beat The Last of Us, part one, uh, not too long ago. And then I'm currently still trying to beat Ghost of... Tsushima, but it's okay. freaking taking me forever because I keep doing everything else but the main missions, but whatever. Um, me too. But it, it mm-hmm. this game uh, and primarily the setting because of freaking Alita Battle Angel. Okay. I don't know if anybody's watched that movie. Yeah. It's fantastic. And it's the like cyberpunk world. They have, you know, weapons on their arm, whatever. It's just, it, it's cool. And this game just kind of sit with me that way. The only thing I don't like about it, I wish it was third person for some reason. I don't know why, okay. but, but everything about this game so far, I love, like, I love the setting. I love what they're doing with just the intricate details of each NPC uh, the three life paths. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to make it through all three. Nomad is what I want to go with, but Corpo okay. keeps calling me because I love that. Like, if you're in that starting out in the corporate ladder already, so then you mm. already have a one up against the street kids and nomads when it comes to maybe wealth and and certain things you could do with certain companies. Maybe I don't know. Like, I, maybe you can screw over people to give you discount. I don't. I don't know how that works, but. I think it's going to be kind of really just neat. I don't know about the street kid thing. I did. I actually completely apparently fell asleep during the segment of when they talked about street kid. Cause I just remembered Corpo <laughs> and Nomad. Um, but yeah, Nomad number one, Corpo two, then street kid. If I can even, I don't even know if I can get to the second gameplay. <laughs> and you guys are making me think more about Corpo now. I wasn't at first. I was going Nomad at first, personally. Yeah, like, uh, Corpo but... just seems cool. Cause you can, I don't know. I feel like you can do more with it because of, like your stature, your stature is going to allow you to, yeah. you know, you know, people in the corporate world. So you can kind of get away with things. Maybe, maybe you have the, the police is on your side. Maybe. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. No, I think that's part of what makes it so interesting. Right. So mm-hmm. very cool. And then we saw, uh, I saw a uh, Fawn stop by, by the way, my fellow uh, red dead two companion, uh, talk about the goat real quick. We have to put that in there. Um, <laughs> so they also showed weaponry. Uh, which I thought was the coolest part of the video because they showed all kinds of different guns, how they function. Um, they talked about uh, rarity. So there's, you know, full RPG, right? Common, uncommon, rare. And they even talked about how legendaries are not only going to be unique and have unique functions, but you'll run across many missions where either NPCs and even characters that you're aligned with will have a legendary weapon or piece of gear that if you want it, you either have to betray them or kill them and take it. Um, which I think is typical of what we would expect of CD Projekt Red to kind of push the boundaries there. And I'm just super, super excited to, um, you know, to see this delivered because it, from an ambition standpoint, dude, my camera is broken today. From an ambition standpoint, um, it, 
I'm just happy it's on. That's true. It hasn't turned off yet, so we're doing okay. Um, But I think from an ambition standpoint, it just sounds like everything, you know, we hope. And so uh, I I just can't. This is easily, easily my most anticipated game. But what do you think about the rest of it with the weaponry? You guys all over it? Absolutely. Oh, God, dude. Like, just the customization you could do with them, the fact that... The modding, yeah. Yes, the modding. Yeah. Dude, just, I don't know, just the quick things like that, just, it gets me excited. Oh, the melee weapons... Don't get me started. The katanas, like, just <laughs> I don't know, like all that stuff just seems like there's so many ways you can go with this game as far as the way you want to play. I think is why it intrigues me more than anything. Like you could just do almost like it's almost one of those games that you, like you think about what you just want to do in a video game, and it's gonna they're pretty much allowing you to do that. And it's I don't know. I, I, this is number one game. I know Valhalla is right next to it, but this is my number yeah. one game. Absolutely. Are you guys intimidated by the size and scope of a lot of the games coming out this yes. fall? Because I look at, well, like, I'm looking at my list: Watch Dogs, Valhalla, uh, Avengers is, is live service. Miles Morales. Like, I'm looking at all these games, and some of them are like 50 hours <laughs> per playthrough just to play one aspect of, of oh, minimum Cyberpunk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. that. That's a little nerve wracking to me, and it also kind of reiterates to me like all right if to to our very early conversation in this show is if things are being smart delivered or not getting their upgrade right away that says hey luke maybe you can wait on watchdogs maybe you can wait on cyberpunk or or valhalla whatever your your preferred one to wait is and then you can play an even better version in in six months when they get the patch or whatever it is that's the only redeeming aspect of some of those games because i i look at cyberpunk and the i mean i loved witcher 3 but that is that is a big game, and if Cyberpunk is bigger, that is just that's wild to me to consider the life that I have to dedicate to that, all next to so many others. Yeah, I mean, uh, you, very good point because I mean, I have World of Warcraft Shadowlands will probably be coming out this fall. <laughs> yeah, Valhalla, like you said, Watch Dogs. I'm kind of I don't know yet as far as the day one thing. So yeah, that's one of those things that yeah, it could be one of those I want to wait until you know, later that it gets updated or whatever, but yeah. It, I, and again, for me that can't complete a freaking 30 hour game. <laughs> in, yeah, these months, are all massive games. Yeah. It's going to be, yeah. it's going to be tough for me, but you know, I'm, I'm all about it. Like I just can't, I can't keep thinking, stop thinking about freaking cyberpunk, especially <laughs> like, I don't know why, like this game, like I was with dad, like when they, said no for april i was like you got to be kidding me mm-hmm. yeah so i my mic would not come off a of mute i don't know if you guys saw me sitting here like this like i must have hit the button like 50 times to get to yeah, we heard all that. i'm not gonna yeah we, again we heard it we heard you click. i was like what in the hell is that oh you could hear it yeah we, how could you hear the clicking we totally mute. Power through it dude. i don't know we, we powered, we powered through, through that yeah. like a oh, I'm sorry if everyone oh. heard that. That sucks. But it was like it just <laughs> yeah. kept flashing. I couldn't get it on mute. How much anyway. did you pay for that setup again? I don't know, twenty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you can. Wilmy hooked you up with the new setup, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I lost my train of thought. Now, Cyberpunk. Yeah, that's actually why I'm playing it on this PC at launch because we talked earlier about the the Series X and PS5. Um, kind of full update not being available at launch so this pc will run it you know probably at ultra so that's how i'm going to play it because i know even as intimidated as i am to your question bomber about this um because 
like Witcher 3, for instance, you know, I have nearly 300 hours into. Um, Red Dead 2, I have over 200 hours in. You know, I just, I, I spend a lot of time in these games and these environments, and Cyberpunk's going to be way up there. So when people are like, well, you're going to play it on PC and then play it again on Series X? I'm like, dude, that's just the start. Yeah, that's not a problem for me at all. And then switch when it comes out, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, you know, but I am. And that's that's actually part of what's helping with the disappointment on Halo uh, being delayed is that because Cyberpunk is one of those games for me personally, that's like a generational type game, meaning, you know, it's only once every few years you get a game like this to me. So the fact that that's coming this fall makes the wait for Halo less of a hurt. Sure. sure. Yeah. And it's cool when we get a, when you have that excitement for the for any game and it just feels that special. That that's a good feeling. There are people that like that feeling that way for Spider Man. I'm looking forward to Batman. Halo was that game for me. When you yeah. have that and then you want everything about it. I mean, Dan bought the console to basically flip on the market. But you know, when you get excited, <laughs> you know, when, when you get excited about something, it's cool. And how many people are getting their cyberpunk this this year? That's yeah. that's awesome. I'm that's so cool to watch. Yeah. And it was 100%. announced. Like, if you go back to the original announcement, I think it was like seven years ago. That was the like best the original, of original all time. announcement of it. Of all time. I have what? no idea what it is. That was the best trailer I've seen ever. The, I mean, it, yeah. When, yeah, when I saw it, I was like, this is the coolest game ever. Yeah. And there was probably nothing. They probably done nothing at that point. It was just a CGI No. Uh, how's yeah. Metroid Prime 4 treating you? Fantastic. Okay. You see, they're looking for a developer. God, they're looking for a lead designer. They're looking for a lead producer. I'm oh, like, I told Dan, I was like, dude, if you think this game's coming anytime soon, you're fooling Yo, yourself. We talked about Apple customers forgiving Apple. I Nintendo customers are special, and I love my Switch. <laughs> and they, they get take a pounding, and they love it every time. It's crazy. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. did you say <laughs> yeah, I love that. You. All right. It's just funny. <laughs> No, no, we we talk about that almost every week. We're like, I, so uh, we're going off topic again. But I was, we were talking the other Dan and I about if you're a Switch only player, and there's tons of them, right? And they love the Switch, love it, love it, love it. Best console ever made, which it's not. Um, but regardless of their opinion, you know, if you're a Switch only player, think about everything we've talked about today: Cyberpunk, Valhalla, Watch Dogs, Halo, Spider Man. Um, keep going. Far Cry 6. All these games we're talking about, right? Not a single one of them you can play on the Switch. <laughs> Not a single one. I don't, I personally, I don't understand how if you how you can only game on the Switch. I get liking the Switch. I get playing on the Switch. I have a Switch. You know, I, I get all that. I don't get how you can only play on the Switch. It feels <laughs> like you're missing the biggest games of all time. It's crazy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's a random rant. I didn't think I'd get into today. But it's All a right. good rant, though. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of rants, we're going to get into what's grinding our gears. So this is a new segment we're doing. Luke, this will be the first time you've actually had this segment. Mm -hmm. um, essentially, this is just for us to bring up a topic that we'd spend 60 seconds on or about to quickly just get off of our chest that's pissing us off. So uh, if there's anything you guys, and you don't have to, not obligated by any means. If there's something going on right now you want to throw out there, go for it. Dan, you got one ready to go? Specific to gaming? I mean, well, yeah. It doesn't okay. Pre preferably. In some relation to gaming. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll be here all day. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Why don't you guys go ahead? I am... Go for it. Bomber, Luke, you got one off the top of your head? 
Um, give me give me ten seconds. You go first, bomber. I'll go ahead and go first because I mean I, I, I have some complaints. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, the, the way P, the way these companies, and I say these, I just say just companies in general when it comes to gaming. Um, their marketing strategy or their the way they come off about these microtransactions. Uh, I understand some people love them. I've had multiple conversations with people that do like them, don't like them. Some are good, some are bad. We all know that. But like the way, because there's a game called Avengers that's coming out September 4th that there's probably going to be a lot of microtransactions within this game. Like I feel like it's definitely as it's, it's a games of service type thing, uh, but you're paying full price for the game and you don't get all the game. So it, it, that's when you companies that bring out a game that purposely have a lot of stuff ready for the game, but you're not going to get it without paying extra for it bothers me. I don't know why. I don't know. It's because I did grow up during the times where you bought a game, you got the full game. Like you didn't have to keep paying $10, $15, $20, <laughs> another $10, another $10 here. And you end up paying five, $600 for your full experience for the game. I can't stand that. Like that bothers me to no end. Uh, and then I also can't stand people that honestly don't love Anthem. I don't understand this, uh, <laughs> this concept, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that, that, that's currently what's driving me with that. It's just like, they, I, I can't stand when companies do that. Like, it's, yeah. yeah, I don't think you're alone on that one. And Dan's still waiting to spend the rest of his, uh, micro money in Anthem. I mean, you're just sitting yeah, on it, right? Yeah, I literally <laughs> follow an account on Twitter that shows what pops up in the store every you know, once a week or whatever. Someone's still change. doing that? Yeah, somebody's still doing that. It's always wow. the same stuff. You know, there's, no, there's no new content. But oh, like, I'm waiting for like something to go or or to me to settle on something. I'm just like, yeah, I just I got to do it. Yeah. Or do I wait until, you know, 7.0 comes out and then we're, we're yeah. good to go? 7.0, 2024. Yeah. Luke, no. Luke, you're getting called out, Luke. What's this all about? Oh, uh, this is not my rant. Oh, Babbit is way better at competitive games and really bad at Halo Wars and Sea of Thieves. And so <laughs> depending on what we play, he carries or I carry or our buddy Kev carries. It's quite funny. There you um, go. The older I get, the worse I get at competitive, man. I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm 100% with you. Yeah. I, um, yeah. I was playing I'm Halo 100% with you. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm actually but, worried about that with Halo Infinite because I am I get hardcore into Halo multiplayer, like competitive same. Yeah, and yeah. when it comes out next year, if I'm getting killed by like scrubs, I'm gonna be getting pissed <laughs> Dude, off. These, these delays are wrecking us already. <laughs> <laughs> My motor skills are deteriorating. Three, four, three. Come on, exactly. <laughs> you should see me in Fall Guys. It's not a pretty sight. Oh man! <laughs> Did you not... smack your face off the crown like me? Man, I, no. I, yeah, I'd I have to get that close. No, I don't even get that close. I think I was like the closest I've ever been was like fifth, and it was okay. Gosh, it was terrible. I don't like the tail game at the end, by the way. That's really stupid to me. Uh, you know, it's it's the team games. I don't like Yes, it. we know. I suck. You want to go ahead and rant? Is that your rant? You're going to go? No, 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 no. That, I, I, got, go I got my here. rant. I got my go rant ready. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Okay. Very real talk. I am very frustrated amidst the entire gaming community, the amount of negativity that gets spewed in one of the best eras of video games, bar right. none. We are 2020 right now amidst a pandemic and our entertainment is still being provided to us. New games are coming out. You have options galore. If you want the Nintendo life, if you want PC life, 
Sony and, and Microsoft are doing different things right now, which mean you have options to spend your dollar in different ways. It is the absolute best time to be a gamer. Yep. And people are investing their emotions in the plastic box argument still when the boxes are leaving them. And it boggles my mind. I was just talking about my buddy Bad Bit. Great podcast, hosts the PlayStation show, The Trophy Room. Yep. Yep. I great, play with him every day. We play video games together every day and i host the xbox expansion pass and we play whether it's cross play whether it's whether it's uh on one system or the other we have a blast and there's no better time and when you invest in the argument of mm, sell more units engagement first oh i'm better not it's just ridiculous and just Preach knock it. it off there's so much to play and we get to and that's that's my that's my my rant is that you should we be celebrating sell it we're very spoiled tell every developer yep. on twitter how great they are because yep. every one comment, they need a hundred to counter that uh, of good things. So tell them all good things and tell them when you appreciate them. It's okay. That's my rant. You know what? It's beautiful. Luke is back. He's back. <laughs> 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 I mean, this is ridiculous. <laughs> hey, if you could, if you could come off that convincing, I we'll we'll remove cancel Dan. But as of now, cancel no. Dan is being spread on Twitter like wildfire. It is. It probably is. You know, <laughs> I guess I guess I should be more excited, but I'm not. So anyway, here's my rant. So this is more of a gaming Twitter thing. Um, I'm kind of sick and tired of like the whole I play everything. So I'm a super neutral guy because uh, it's 100 yeah. percent bullshit most of the time. All right, the own all systems thing is fine. Go ahead and own a Nintendo Switch. Go ahead and own a PlayStation. It's like I just said, I own a Switch and play. I mean, I love Nintendo, right. but I still have plenty of complaints about them. Oh yeah, 100 percent, right? And, and it, it's 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 probably a, a matter of me because I follow you know one community over the other. I have an Xbox. I have most of my games on my Xbox, you know, probably 80%. Um, and, you know, that's a thousand games. You know, the problem I have is, is you can come out here and say one thing and say, oh, I support all systems. But every other tweet that you have is some kind of <laughs> jab into the other freaking company. And it drives me crazy. And then right after that, it's like, but I own all systems. So. You know what it is? It's the gaming community version of a, I have black friends. Yeah. <laughs> that's, exactly that's exactly what it is. Ridiculous. <laughs> crazy. And have yeah. your preferences. That's fine. You know what? I have mine. Mine is Maxbox. You know why? Not because I like them more than I like PlayStation, because I own more stuff on their system, you know, and it's just a matter of, you know, that's where I, that's what I had. I had a 360. I won all digital. And I had an Xbox. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Yeah. And that's fine. I have no problem with that. But don't lie to yourself and try Absolutely. to convince other people that you're not a super bad, you know, you're a super hypocritical fanboy, because that's what you are. Really deep down, you know, all all the you know stuff that you tweet out is you know pro Xbox or pro PlayStation or pro Nintendo. But you you, you know, with your next tweet, it's you know, but I own all the systems. I don't want to hear that garbage anymore because it makes no difference to me. You're right. It, it just just we, you are what you are. Own your shit too, man. Just own it. It doesn't matter. You know, nobody's gonna. You know, and then you get upset when people call you a fanboy. You ever? I can't remember this guy's name. And I wouldn't say it anyway. But there was. It was about a year or two ago, right before I got off of Twitter, and he made a video about how he was upset 
because people kept calling him a PlayStation fanboy. And if you looked at every other one of his tweets, and he's kind of a big guy. I know, I mean, you, I'll tell you who it is later, but. I was going to say, we don't normally call people out by name I, here. Yeah, no, 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 not here. But it's, it's, a, it's a very, very good example. I mean, it was like a minute long video of him just like, I don't understand, guys. What? Why? Why do people call me a PlayStation fanboy? And then like every one of his tweets is like, PlayStation, PlayStation, PlayStation. Fine. Just own it, though. You know what yeah. I mean? Don't, don't says in the chat you're talking about Jack Trenton. Huh. No, <laughs> no idea. Jack, Jack Trenton, no, one of the most famous PlayStation like leads marketing guys. No, 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 no. I don't know him. Is, you know, he, well, he, is he work? No, no, he, he's joking. Yeah, it's a, it, yeah. Sorry. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Regardless, the, the, the problem is, you know, I just just be yourself. You know, go out there, have fun. I've met a lot of good people on Twitter. I've also met a lot of people that are fake as hell that, you know, don't don't try to convince me. It drives me crazy. And, you know, don't make excuses for one platform, but don't make excuses, you know, and then not, yep. you know, it, it just, it's just so frustrating. And it's good people. It's people that I know. And, and you just, just admit it. Come out <laughs> of the fanboy closet and there you are. You know, they, oh, we're done. You know what I mean? There you are. It's <laughs> fair. Are. It's fair. fair. And you know what, Dan, just for today, Dan is back, everyone. Welcome back, Dan. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back, Dan. Yes. <laughs> That'll change gonna, in about five minutes. I'm deleting, I'm deleting this banner pretty quickly, so don't get used to it. Yeah. Uh, the cancel Dan one's like at the top. So my rant, uh, I don't really have a big rant per se. The one thing that I was going to say, um, and this is not a shot at anyone in particular, um, is... One thing that uh, I, I, I that annoys me, especially knowing our community, knowing Luke and Expansion Pass and Bomber and, and Wilmy and the Gaming Beyond the Box and the Lords. And, you know, we, we're all kind of similar community in that we all get along. We have similar thoughts. And I don't know what I'm trying to say right there. But my point is, without naming myself, saying all the good ones in the community. <laughs> um, but there is a segment of the gaming community on Twitter, and this kind of goes a little bit with what you were saying, Dan. Um, but there's there's this segment that is just all about self-promotion. Just endless, endless, endless self-promotion. And they want other people to promote them, but they have no tolerance for promoting other people. Do you know what I mean? It's it's only matters when it comes to them. Um, and that, I think, is is one of the worst aspects of the community, uh, especially for smaller content creators, sites, channels, uh, you know, podcasts, whatever you may be into. There's a really, really good core community here. Um, I just said, right, we've got multiple content creators here and outlets and channels, um, plenty in the chat as well. Stubbs is another one I'm seeing, you know, uh, there is Fork Boy. What's up, man? So part of Gaming Beyond the Box. We're going to be playing Halo here shortly. Um, there's just, there's a good community there and very supportive of each other. A call out to Chris and Next Level Gaming, our guys there. Um, Indie Gamer was here. I'm probably going to forget people, so I'm sorry. I'm not, this wasn't meant to be a shout out. Um, my point being is there, there is this other segment that I just see and I shouldn't even see it on my timeline, but Stop acting like you're all about the gaming community when you only are interested in yourself and other people supporting you. Because it doesn't go unnoticed. We all see it. All it does is piss us off. So um, that's it. I'll, I'll leave it there. Amen. No, amen. <laughs> you sure you want to be specific? No, I'm not going to be specific. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to. <laughs> 
you know what? I want to get like a little bit <laughs> serious for one second, like Whoa. real, wow. like for real. Know. All right, this is okay. one more thing that bothers me, but okay. it bothers me on more of a personal level. If you are on Twitter, or if you have something going on in your life that really is hurting you, all right, and you are in some kind of you know you've got depression or you got something else, please see somebody for real in real life. All right, Twitter is a terrible place to come out and say this kind of stuff. It may help you for a small period of time. And if that's the thing that is really helping you, fine. But really, man, I've seen friends go down this path and it's ended very, very poorly. So if you really have problems, please seek somebody out in real life. Don't rely on the social media, a very, very toxic social media platform. It's the worst place to rely, to be honest. It's, it's terrible and I hate seeing it. And I really, really hope that you guys can find something, you know, to, to fix those problems that you have, or at least help you get to a better place. Because I, I just, there's going to be times where that one person comes on and with all, you know, you've got a hundred, like Luke said, you've got tons of these positive comments and that one negative comment will set you back off again. You yeah. know, and I hate, I hate when I see that kind of stuff and yeah. I feel so bad for these people and I just want them to get real, real help, you know? Oh, yeah. So please seek that out if you have to and don't bring it to Twitter because it's just bad for you and those people will come and find you and seek you out and you know it's just it's not the way to do it i don't i don't want to lose any more friends is what i'm saying so yeah. fair enough it's got a little serious sorry my bad nope nope it's it's a great very relevant topic very people relevant don't talk about it i mean that's yeah, uh, exactly. Right. Like, don't apologize talks, for talking yeah, about it. That's exactly. what we should be talking about. Uh, so, yeah. 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 Uh, and you're right. Social media is not the place. There's plenty of real friends. We're yeah. among them that I've made on social media. Um, and obviously, anyone who knows me, you can hit me up on DM anytime, anytime. And I'm always open. But just going to broad social media, broad Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and trying to deal with your problems is a bad way to go about it. Yeah, yeah, find someone you can really talk to. For real, man. All right. Ooh. Sorry Damn, Dan, you caught me off guard with that. I'm all okay, thrown up now. Um, but amen. Amen. Yeah. Um, all right. Currently playing. So let's just talk about current games, and then we'll uh, you know, we'll see what's happening. So if um, we were talking just before, it's the 15th as we're recording here. So this week we get Flight Simulator. Hell yeah. On PC, um, Battletoads as well, officially. And I think the following week, if I remember correctly, is Tell Me Why and Wasteland 3. So we'll be talking about those in the uh, upcoming weeks. But we also got a lovely 66-gigabyte uh, <laughs> update for Modern Warfare this morning. Uh, it is now a 200-gigabyte uh, game on Xbox. What What are we doing? What are we doing? It's, it's stupid. No, it's not a joke. It's very real. No very real i just downloaded it this morning it was stupid <laughs> i don't know what they're doing and the the best part is 66 gigabytes and what did they say this is to fix a weapon glitch <laughs> yeah the one that what? uh dr disrespect uh made a a wonderful uh, advertisement piece for it which oh, was God. pretty hilarious but Jeez. yeah it's i uh, i don't understand this with caught like i love this game i do i like playing it's a great it, game but yeah. I can't stand the fact that this game, just this one update, is bigger than all of Avengers. Like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> bigger than most games. Most yeah, games exactly. are 66 gigs. Like, it's... Uh, yeah, it's but crazy. I, I'm, 
but I'm gonna lift through you for uh, the flight sim because uh, yeah, my PC no. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to burn most PCs to the ground. But um, shockingly, though, in all seriousness, uh, Flight Sim, if you want to play it like you see the images, you need a pretty beefy rig. But if you just look at their standard requirements, they're not that bad. Um, they still need a decent PC, but they're not, like, astronomical. Um, anyway, what are you guys up to? Uh, Bomber, I'll start with you, man. What are you playing uh, nowadays? What are you looking forward to? Uh, still kicking through uh, Ghost of Tsushima, man. Uh, that's, okay. I'm not going to lie. Like, right now, it yep. is my game of the year easy okay. like dan, dan too like right. like straight up it, it's just it is the most fun i've had in a game in a very very long time uh nice. like i actually care to want to go play it so that's that's one thing i'll, I'll give to that but uh other than that i've been playing currently just because this weekend is avengers yep. loving loving it honestly like i and i was completely against it because of the possible way that they may do their microtransaction stuff but playing it it's kind of changed my perception. So a lot of people that have just seen people play and go, oh, this is it's trash or it's it's terrible because I watched this person play and it looks terrible. Nah, go play it. It's fun. Hulk, oh my gosh, yes. that, that He's he's my bae. He, he is, so are you, are you looking forward to Avengers 2.0? Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> looking for Avengers 2.0, 2.5, 2.79. Basically all of them for the next 10 years, absolutely. I mean... The downside is, yeah, no Spidey. And this is the crazy thing about mm. the Avengers thing. I know this could be real quick. Uh, I think it's going to be more impactful than a lot of people were thinking prior, just because of each of these characters, the way they play. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think having Spider-Man is going to be kind of big for the PlayStation side, not going to lie. Like, I can okay. see that being a big, bigger deal now just because of the way I've seen some of these other characters. But, yeah. Other than that, World of Warcraft, of course, so. Nice. World of Warcraft, nice. I've never, I mean, I've played it to try just it, but I've never gotten gotten into it. And everyone's always like, "Don't do it, don't just don't do, do it." Because I, I literally from 2004 to 2014 straight, that's years. Wow. Fifteen dollars a month, buying all the wow. expansions. Yeah, so <laughs> crazy. Don't do it. Don't do it. That's cool though about Ghost of Tsushima. I think a lot of people are feeling that way that it's yes. their current game of the year. I mean, Cyberpunk's not out yet, but no, yeah, um, no, Cyberpunk is probably gonna <laughs> destroy it, and that's fine. But but uh, no, I think Ghost, uh, yeah, very good game, and I'm same as you. I, I I'm still on Act One at the end of Act One because <laughs> I just I want to do everything else, and then of course I had shiny object and I'm playing other stuff, but I need to get back to it. So, Luke, what are you up to, man? Are you still playing Halo Wars 2 on the regular? On the right, yeah. yeah. Halo Wars is a, an evergreen title for me. I, I love that <laughs> game. Um, and I tend to go through... I, I do the, I'm do. i the perfect Game Pass customer because I'll play lots of the little games like Carrion yeah. and Xeno Crisis hit there recently. Those were fun. But uh, I really, quite by accident, got back into Sea of Thieves, which is... I think I was seeing it you know, charting everywhere, and, and I just jumped back in, and I wanted something lighthearted and happy-looking. Because it's been a weird year. It's been a rough year, um, yeah. to, to Dan's well-made point earlier. And I just needed something a little more lighthearted. And then going back into Sea of Thieves, the game remains beautiful as ever. But there is so much content in that game now. Uh, I decided I wanted to go for Pirate Legend before Series X. Very, I mean, it just why, I don't know. But I, I really dig that game. Who's laughing at me? Which one of you is laughing at me? I think it's Dan. Dan, I'm you laughing? No, it was me. It was me. <laughs> but uh, I'm 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 really having a blast with it and and seeing all the new stuff and finding out what I can and can't do and I really dig decking out my boat with like Halo stuff or gear stuff yeah. or like I 
I'm really having a blast with it. And uh, if anyone wants a casual game, it's there. If you want a hardcore game, that's there too. Uh, it's it's just surprising to me that I'm loving Sea of Thieves as much as I am. But I'm I'm all in. I wish I'd gotten the controller because now it's six hundred dollars on eBay, which is a oh, bummer. Yeah, no, yeah, I actually <laughs> believe it or not, I sold mine recently because of that. I oh, had really? it brand new. I never opened it. I had it brand new. Um, and I and I had the controller stand for it too. Oh wow! Um, and I yeah. won't tell you what I sold them for, but it was a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I see these, man. Yeah. So sorry, Luke. I was gonna say I couldn't believe when I saw that what they were going for. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, is this real? You know. Yeah. So if, you, if you're not aware of what we're talking about, the Sea of Thieves license controller, the limited edition one for Xbox close. One, especially if you have the controller stand for it from Controller Gear, uh, they go for four to five hundred bucks now for a sixty dollar controller. I just want it like on my wall. I have a signed poster by the Sea of Thieves team because I love the anniversary update and everything. I love that thing. But I wanted to get like a little statue or just something to start yeah. decking up the room as I'm as I'm kind of rebuilding my, in our new home. And I, yep. the Totaku figures are hard to find. Can't find a controller. Like I just want to celebrate Sea of Thieves. Can't stop. Right, well, <laughs> so hit me up because I've got some stuff that I'm kind of sure you probably don't have uh, from Sea of Thieves. I might hit you up with. <laughs> All right, I don't have six hundred dollars to buy a controller. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> you know me better than that. Yeah, no, I, I didn't sell my controller to someone I know uh, for that kind of money. You know. That's See, I bought the Halo sword because of Ains, y'all, and he got one for free. I, I got feel like he owes me. I don't money. know why he paid for it. I mean, <laughs> uh, I think lunch asked me. Uh, lunch was asked me earlier if I have you built yours yet. I haven't built mine yet. No, no, I did a um a video on Twitter that I that I'll probably put up a, uh, a sequel to called Spartan Luke, and I got a little. I saw like, it. Did saw you? It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got a bit that I've got, I've got going with that now that Halo <laughs> canceled, so it's going to be part of that. But I'm so excited to build it because I really it looks like it looks cool, and I'm gonna I bought a new shelf. I'm redoing my room, so it's going to go up on top of the shelf and stuff. Nice. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. Cool. That's cool. Yeah, I'm, I've been building this damn. NES, which is ridiculous. It took a while. Nice. All right, Dan, what you been up to? Uh, just playing old stuff, man, because there's not a whole lot of new stuff yet. Um, next week, I'll probably, you know, since Flight Simulator is free, I'll give that a try so my computer can run it, which I think it can. Um, <laughs> and then I mean, it's basically Far Cry 5 and Shadow of War is what I decided to go with for some reason. I have no idea why. Um, it's Shadow of War is still good, but the controls on it, I've realized, even in the whatever three years it's been, it's it's just it's not good. <laughs> They're all over the place. Um, and then Far Cry Five. Um, Did you ever beat Far Cry Five originally? Yeah, I beat them that one and uh, New Dawn. Okay, so you're just going back for the hell of it, huh? Yep, that's it. Cool. Shadow of War is an interesting one. I uh, I don't know if you guys remember when Shadow of War came out. That's the second one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. When that came out, there was a, a mistake on Walmart or one of the sites where you could get the hundred dollar edition for ten bucks, and I have it because of that. I got it for ten bucks. I don't think I ever played it, so it was still a waste of ten dollars. Uh, <laughs> but I have it, if nothing else. Looks like Dan's got something going on. Um, so for me, uh, Fall Guys, I'm playing around with. I think some of you know I'm doing a Dark Souls three stream, which has been way more fun than I expected it to be. So thanks to all of you who uh, continue to come out for those because it's been a riot. Um, and that game is uh, that game's incredible. I love that game, especially with your uh, archery skills, man. <laughs> <laughs> Whiskers, master archer. Um, going back and playing Halo CE. So I think I mentioned before that um, want to go back through that for the 
thirtieth time or whatever it is, um, because I'm writing a retrospective on that, uh, similar to like I did for Last of Us and Bioshock and uh, some other game I'm forgetting right now. And then this week I bought Neo Two, so Neo Two came out um, whenever it was early this year, and uh, for PS4, very very hard game. Uh, I kind of like it, but it just doesn't hit the same tone as Souls for me. I don't know if any any of you guys have played. Do you play the Neo games? I, I've never been a like Dark Souls person. Like, okay. I, I guess that kind of combat because Souls like, yeah, yeah, because I get very not gonna lie, I get mad. Uh, I did buy because it was cheap because it was like a buy two get two free through GameStop with Bloodborne, and I actually got Neo as well. I haven't played Neo yet, so I'm okay. still waiting because I'm still trying to see if I can even get through Bloodborne <laughs> because literally okay. I was stuck at the very beginning of Bloodborne for 45 minutes because I didn't okay. know I was supposed to go get weapons when I didn't have any. <laughs> so Neo is interesting because it's it is very hard. In fact, I would argue I'm struggling more with Neo two or not struggling, but I mean I think it's harder than uh, Dark Souls. Um, but Neo is not as um, it's more directed than Dark Souls. It's not as like you know just kind of out there. It's level based, and you know what you're supposed to do on each level. It's much more narrow in scope from a world perspective, which is actually what I don't like about it. I, I wish it was more like connected world like Dark Souls rather than these individual levels. But yeah, you could give it a try. Um, Neo 2 plays just like Neo 1 for the most part so far. It's got a few other things, but uh, it's okay. I'm enjoying it. I think it's Dan, you all good? Too, right? uh, Neo yeah. 2, I got, yeah. Well, I got the special edition with the steel book. So, you know, it's it was down to half price, 40 bucks. Uh, um, but I had like Best Buy certificates and stuff. I paid <laughs> like $20 for it. Okay. So, Dan, you all good? Yeah, I'm good. Got to go air up a tire real quick. <laughs> you got all kinds of stuff going on. <laughs> oh, man, it's just, it's, <laughs> all it's right. Airing up as we speak, so I'm good. <laughs> all right. Well, we're right at the two-hour mark. We're going to get ready to head out of here, but I wanted to call out a few things real quick. So as you can see behind me, I finished this Lego NES build yesterday, put up some pics of it, and there's a video on our channel of it uh, that I created. It's obviously not me building the whole thing because it took way too long. What? Whoa. What? I think Dan's here, freezing. Lord, you guys are good, right? Here? Yeah, we're fine. I, Dan is freezing <laughs> on my screen as well. Okay, Dan, well, you yeah, you're having... Well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so video, NES build, out on the channel if you want to check it out. I give you some close-up looks at it too, which is cool. We've got a long new article from Steve coming this week that he's really excited to share. So we're reviewing that right now. It'll be up probably Monday or Tuesday. Um xbox expansion pass with luke and luke you were probably going to shout this out but i'm going to call it out anyway you just interviewed ryan mccaffrey awesome I did yeah yeah on the the last week's episode was adam brennicky the game director of grounded and yes. i just spoke with ryan mccaffrey uh of ign and previously oxm about his yep. near two decades of experience in uh, Xbox coverage. Um, I almost cried when we started the this show because I realized that my audio recorded from my camera mic on my end. Um, and so I had podcaster curse. It was the second time we tried because his mic died the first time. So the mic, the audio is there. You're going to hear it. But uh, if anybody listens to the show, please be understanding of my side as I work to clean it up. Oh, that uh, sucks, man. I know. I know. I really like that because it was one of the best conversations I've ever had with a, with the content with anybody sure. for the show. And um, what a great dude. He was so great uh, just to hear his stories and hear him talk about like getting Seamus Blackley and 
Baker Moore. And Episode Phil... 200. Yeah. yeah. I remember it, it, that. I've watched yeah. it multiple times. Yeah. So, so it was a great conversation. Ryan was with me. Uh, that goes live on Monday on the Xbox expansion awesome. pass. Sweet. And then the week following, Luis Antonio and I have recorded. He's the creator of 12 Minutes, if you guys remember. Yes. That from- nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, that'll be that'll be on the, the following week. So I've actually had a, a string of very enjoyable interviews on, that I've, I've had. Uh, awesome. But please be please be forgiving about the web. <laughs> I'm so upset, y'all. Like, I really almost, like, teared up because I'd worked so hard on this thing. I was like, no. Oh, what a week. But, yeah, Xbox Expansion Pass. I'd love it if you guys checked it out. I mean, the world. Absolutely. Pick it up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that happens to all of us. Uh, I can't count the number of times where we've done something and it just does not come through. There was a whole episode that we recorded, Dan, wasn't there, of, like, Backseat Gaming with Bert remotely. We spent, like, hours and hours doing and the whole thing was shot like something failed the video failed and we couldn't we never even published it like it's just ridiculous sometimes yeah so um that's awesome though anything else you want to shout out luke before we head out uh i mean you can find me on twitter and any other twitch and all that insipid ghost but uh what i would most appreciate being a solo content creator would be if you guys check out xep because xbox expansion packs my baby and i'm working real hard to try and, and grow it to be something that's that's enjoyable for everybody so yeah and it's awesome. I know we've talked about it before and we'll continue to do so, um, you know, here. Uh, another thing that really helps guys with podcasts in particular is please, if you're downloading it from uh, one of the major sites, whether it's Spotify, iTunes, um, Google Play Store, whatever it is, uh, review it. Give them a good review. Leave a, leave a review because that actually helps a lot with the, uh, the SEO on those things. So uh, please do that. Bomber, great finally having you on, man. Yeah, uh, I know we've great. been trying to get it you know, get it aligned for a while. Uh, we are actually here in less than an hour about to be playing some Halo CE on yeah. um, streaming on uh, Gaming Beyond the Box channel. Yes, so I will be on, you'll be on, Fork will be on, um, uh, Iron Lords, hey, they just jumped in uh, into the chat. So Cog's going to join us. Elu's joining us. Luke, show it up. There we go. Yep, yep. Just to let him know. much love to ilp salute they are so luke if you've i know you said you had stuff going on today if you're online in the next you know starting in an hour from now if you're online over that time just hit one of us up on a party you can jump in um but yeah it should be a real good time so definitely uh definitely check us out but bomber tell us uh tell us what else is up man uh honestly for me not not a whole lot just uh being on Game Beyond the Box every Wednesday is my main thing. I, I, I don't uh, I don't have any other content that I create personally just because time. So sure, that so show is so I, funny, again, man. I, it's I, so funny. I, I love it. I mean, I love being part of it. It's been it's been a uh, it's been a great thing for me personally, just for me to actually have an outlet of something to do. Versus, awesome. I, I, tr- I tried doing streaming, and that just did not go over just because of my the way i have my computer sucks so there's a lot of things i have to do to try to even get something working so i just i I just you know podcasting is where i just decided to go so but i do appreciate i definitely appreciate y'all even asked me to come on and i'm happy to be here so this is this this was awesome and uh being able to actually see luke first time uh, because i listened to that literally that last week that was phenomenal i loved listening to that thank you man yeah i love it so but but yeah, but no, I appreciate it. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, it's uh like I said, good community. Um, I always say, you know, 
we don't even have the largest, you know, audience, but our audience is your guys' audience. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's all similar people that we, we know are listening and watching these shows. So um, thanks for coming on. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to some Halo here shortly. Dan, are you uh, alive and well? What's happening over there? I don't know. <laughs> my wife, she's like, oh, I don't want my tire to explode. I went down there and like set the automatic thing to go off at 40, you know, PSI. Yep. Then she's like, well, my light went off in my car, so I took it off. I'm like, oh. Yeah. oh <laughs> the, the classic big sigh. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'll see you later. Um, but, All right. Anyway, anything yeah. you want to call out, Dan? No, you know what? I'm good. Actually, I'm about halfway through a written review for the um, the Kishi. Um, been working oh, on. okay. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just do like a little quick. I was going to do a video, but I suck at it, and uh, I'm not going to do that. That's a terrible <laughs> idea. It's a terrible idea. I have no <laughs> skills whatsoever in editing um, and or making videos, so I can write stuff. No, you know, the, the more I see content out of some of the big video creators, we all know, man, it's it's so impressive what some of those guys do. Um, and, you know, I make videos. Hell, I just said I just published one this morning. Right. But the, mm -hmm. the level at which some of those guys do it with all the footage and different ins and outs and stuff, it's it's really impressive. Like yeah. it takes a lot of time, way more time than people realize to do that. stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So awesome. Okay, cool. Well, funny enough, I think, uh, you know, Cog just jumped in the chat here, but he's using the same thing. I'm playing the Kishi because he was comparing it to the Switch and everything. How, how do you feel real quick, like the buttons, the thumbsticks, the quality of it compared to like Switch? Oh, I mean, it's, it's very similar, I would say to okay. that. Um, I would say you probably need a pretty decent sized phone. I mean, it, it fits anything with a USB-C, um, okay. but I think I've got the Note 9 and it doesn't seem like there's any movement on it whatsoever. We put my son's one plus seven on it and it seemed okay. to be a little bit looser but okay. as far as the buttons and stuff goes i mean let me tell you something is, is take that controller as king david would say and throw it in the bushes because oh the clip oh that clip controller clip get out here with that clip yeah is the it is the right there <laughs> don't even i mean you will never go back once you get that i mean yeah it's expensive okay. but if it's something that you're going to invest in 100% I'd go with that instead of a controller. Always. Yeah, if you got the yeah, money. Razer makes pretty good stuff typically. I mean, they're, you, you know, as with many things, you get what you pay for. So, <laughs> Cog's cracking up over here. Good yeah. to see you, Cog. I know you were on a Brap show this morning, I believe. So, awesome. Um, all right, guys, we are going to get out of here. Man, it's been two hours, ten minutes. We're having a lot of fun. Great show, guys. Thank you for coming out. Chat, you've been amazing. Thanks, everyone, for stopping by today. Um, truly appreciate it. Like I said, here in the next hour, if you got nothing else to do, come join me, Gaming Beyond the Box, Bomber, Fork, Cog from Lords. Um, a bunch of us are going to be on Halo CE streaming on the Gaming Beyond the Box channel here starting at 3 p.m. Central. So we'll see you then. Till next week.